Rod Ideas is supported by Magic Spoon. Growing up cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid, but as I got older, I had to watch out for sugar and empty carbs, and Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love, but high protein and less sugar. My favorite Magic Spoon cereal is the fruity because it reminds me of my favorite childhood cereal that I would eat on Saturday mornings. Variety pack, four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs, only 140 calories a serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. I also love the frosted because... Let's be honest, that was another favorite as a kid on Saturday mornings while watching my cartoons. Go to magicspoon.com slash ideas to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code ideas at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash ideas and use the code ideas to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Broad Ideas is supported by Haya Health. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise, filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should never eat. That's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved super-powered chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with 5 grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. So I am a big fan of giving my daughter vitamins. She's also a big fan of taking them. Now I can feel really good when I give her her vitamins because I know there's none of that crap in it that I wasn't even aware of. And she loves them. She thinks she's getting a treat every time. It's formulated with the help of nutritional experts. Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to hayahealth.com ideas. This deal is not available on their regular website. That's H-I-Y-A-Health.com slash ideas and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Welcome to Broad Ideas. Hey, Rachel. Well, oh, <laughs> and now he talks. <laughs> Olivia accidentally turned off her mic. Yeah. But so we're all here. She's pun- she's being punished right now. She's she's staying off <laughs> she's mic the for corner. this intro. Um, I am super excited. Uh, Emily Hampshire, Schitt's Creek, love. I love that show so much. She was so awesome on it. I had a really good binge session with Schitt's Creek during the pandemic. I think a lot of people discovered the show then. I watched it. Um, and I'm s- I watched a good amount of it. That was my like during the before bed show. Pandemic. Yeah, it's cozy. It's a cozy show. I love a cozy show. It's so funny. And she plays Stevie. She plays Stevie. I also love that name for a girl. I think it's rad. And she has a new comic book out um, April 11th Amelia Airwood, Basic Witch. That's pretty exciting. I think that's so awesome. But yeah, let's talk to Emily. Sometimes when the world feels insane. 
Someone's awake. You guys, I just, so, I'm just a briefing. I had to do this rewatch podcast for a show I was on, and it was the last one today, like the finale. So they like were toasting with champagne and like all these things. So uh, that's why I'm a little out of it. I did not like, I mean, I drank a bottle, but other, I, I but I'm fine. But you mean like for a show you were on, like the yes. OC? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the way she said that. Well, I don't Is know. It, I, you know, it's, yeah. it's one of those you, things. Like you either just say it, which I normally, I guess, do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a little, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get centered. I'm going to be fine. It's Did you fine. drink the champagne? I mean, I had a couple sips. I didn't really drink it. Okay. I was starving, but they had, they did give nothing bunt cakes. Have you had those? No. What is that? They're like mini cakes. And that was like to celebrate. And that was my lunch on the way over. So I'm hopped up on sugar. Ooh, you get it. your own cake? Yeah. They're like your own personal little bunt cake. That's nice. They're really good. They come in multiple sizes and flavors. Mm. We're not sponsored by them. <laughs> okay. Um, we're, and we're done here. Yeah, and we're done. And that is our... PSA, but we're so happy you're here. Thanks. Obviously, Shit's Creek was so fucking massive and loved it. I discovered it during the pandemic, during Same. lockdown. I think most people I think most people discovered it when we were finished and when they were forced to watch it in lockdown. <laughs> because we we had been six years doing the show and nobody was watching until we literally had no jobs. So, so, yeah. That's crazy. I have a funny story for you. So, I spend a lot of time in Uxbridge, Ontario. Weird. Yes. <laughs> what do you do in Uxbridge? One of my favorite places is Anina's. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Well, yes. Anina's Bakery. We would frequent Anina's and they would be like, oh, they're filming this show, Shit's Creek. And I'm like, what's Shit's Creek? And this was in the beginning. Oh, wow. And there would be times where we'd drive by the store across from Anina's and it would be which I didn't know at the time, dressed for the show. Oh, and yeah. we would be like, oh my God, that store looks so cute. Like, <laughs> I want to go in, but it was always closed. And we couldn't figure out why the store was never open. And turns out it was because oh my it was God. for Shit's Creek. It's so funny. The first season we were there, um, we were shooting outside and this truck went by and yelled, um, eat a dick, Eugene. Oh, and uh, <laughs> by the last seat, because I don't think they liked us shooting there. But by the last season, the townspeople were like around the monitor telling us what a good take was or like you should do it again. <laughs> so the, that town really came around to um, being part of the show. I would have loved if you would have been like the same pickup truck drove by <laughs> yes, the last yes. season and was like, eat a oh, dick. love your dick, Eugene. <laughs> 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 that would have been amazing. Oh, my God. So cool. But such a small world, first of all. Like, yeah. just that that was there. And Anina's Ugh. catered your show. Yes. We're just giving a shout out. It's like the cutest restaurant catering. Bakery. bakery. And they have these butter tarts that mm. people in America don't know what They don't know what butter are. tarts are. It's a What's Canadian a, what thing. What is it? When, you're the I Canadian. mean, <laughs> I it's a tart um, <laughs> with, I'm assuming, a lot of butter. But it doesn't, it tastes like a... Uh, uh, a a sugar, like a shortbready, sugary, shortbready, sugary, yeah, and they can make them in all different flavors. Like a, well, no, that would be a blueberry tart, not a butter tart. But like, 
anyways, they're really good. And Eugene loved them. And then he also loved the egg salad sandwiches. So mm. made them our full caterers for every time we shot in uh, in the exterior. Goodwood. Yeah. Goodwood. Goodwood. Yes. Goodwood is the actual yeah. town. It's so cute. It's and really my, cute. They, ha- they make my favorite cookie, the Empire cookie. Oh, the Empire yes. cookie. Oh, oh yes. my God. Yeah. You sorry. really do know it. No, no, I know it like really well. <laughs> You guys are making me hungry. Yeah. I know. I'm Anything with starving. like butter and shortbread, I'm mm. in. And we I'm started like, with bunt cake and yeah. right? bunt cake. And speaking of butter and yes. shortbread, okay, I haven't eaten lunch. You're yeah, pointing at me. Like, I was at Universal Studios this week and I guess butter beer, which is Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought it was beer. Like I thought it was real beer. And apparently it is uh, what I heard the woman describe it as butterscotch and shortbread. She never said shortbread. I believe it is butterscotch. Are you a Harry Potter fan? Do you know this? No, I feel like I'm the only person who hasn't seen Harry Potter, but I don't oh, like... Oh, really? No. Okay, because I don't like... It. I know this is probably not part of Harry Potter, but I don't like Middle Earth. And I know that's <laughs> not necessarily... But I associate it like the Game of Thrones, right. Middle Earth, anything... Witches. R- rings. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like- all the same to me. <laughs> um... And so I haven't had butterbeer and I haven't seen any of those things. It's also, I feel like those are huge commitments that I... Right. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I have not seen Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. Oh, or Harry Potter is yeah. really good. It's really charming. Yeah. It's like really... It makes you want to be a kid. Oh, I like you, I like yeah. the idea of the school part of it and the like... Right. I like things like Annie and yeah. orphans in school and stuff. The, but, that's the vibe. Yeah. But then the magic, I'm... I'm not. I, I have to believe in magic. Um, well, I about, guess they do. I guess they do. In Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, they believe I guess if in I it. saw it, I would believe. Yeah. How do you feel about people that play like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff? Do you think like, oh, that's a vibe? I mean, that, I mean, it's a vibe. I don't. I don't think it's a vibe. It's a hundred percent a vibe, and I'm not not there for it. I mean, no. I'll take that back. I'm definitely not going to be there literally for it. Right. But I am there for that person. I'm fascinated by them. And I want to know everything about like, how did you grow up? And what do you, because it's, it's, a, it says it's, a, it's something. It's something. Yeah. It's something. Yeah. It is. It, ma- it gives me so much information. I'm like, Every, yes. <laughs> oh, I know. Yes. It's hard because you're always like, I don't want to judge someone like a book by its cover, but yeah. I do feel like it is definitely a type of person. Yeah. I think it is. I think it's like your left brain or right brain, your dungeons and dragons, or you're not. Yes. Yeah. I don't think there's a gray area. <laughs> no, I don't think you can, you dabble. In, no. Uh, no. 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 Okay. So, how, so you started acting when you were really young, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like how did a, you get into 11? it? Yeah. That's young. Yeah. That's very young. Um, well, I, um, gosh, I, I, my mom took me to see Les Mis. Mm. And um, I remember it was like a graduation present in Montreal. We graduate in grade six mm-hmm. and then we go to high school. Um, and it was like our graduation party. And I think like Corey Nato was having a pool party and I really wanted to go to that. <laughs> and But my mom got me to take a swing Miz and I didn't want to go. Anyways, it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me because she took me and I I felt like I left the earth watching that and I wanted to be Eponine. Um, and then I just wanted to be in musicals. Um, and But I'm not a singer or a dancer. And so I started this uh, with this acting group there. And then a casting director saw me uh, in a show and I got my first audition for Are You Afraid of the Dark? <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh my God. 
And I went to that audition and I did my lines directly to camera. <laughs> and they told me you're not supposed to do that. And uh, I got the part of girlfriend. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. Nice. I actually played girlfriend twice on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Different <laughs> girlfriends. You were just the I was go -to bitchy girlfriend. girlfriend. And then that first one I was... Just girlfriend. Just girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. One, yeah. one you stop. can trust. That's yeah. girlfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> original Are You Afraid of the Dark? Is there a new one? I think they've revamped it. What episodes were? Uh, yeah. Tale of Cutter's <laughs> oh. Treasure. It was a two-parter. And um, <laughs> I had to, it was my first job and I had to kiss the, the boy. And um, I wanted to be really professional. And I went to the director and I was like, so do you want a, a tongue kiss or a... <laughs> more metal. Like, I, I don't know what the varieties were I was offering, but he was horrified. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that was the first thing. And then, then I did another episode, um, as a different, totally different girlfriend. <laughs> totally different. Oh my God. That's so funny. I remember, what was that show on? It was, a uh, Nickelodeon. Apparently it was Rob's favorite show. I know. I he is like, <laughs> That I love Nickelodeon here. shows. That is actually a thing I always get asked about in interviews is, are you afraid of the dark? It's Because to us in Canada, that was like where every actor starts. Like, yeah. get, or Degrassi. Right, but, um, right. And, but I didn't know that it was in the States. Like, it was huge here. Right. Yeah, yeah it was huge. I totally remember it. Mm -hmm. But it's so crazy because, you know, there's so many like Canadian shows and you go up there and it's like CTV and like all the things, yeah, you know? I, I and love that you know CTV. I do. I know. I'm kind of like an honorary Canadian in some like Tim Hortons, like areas. Oh my God. Oh. Like that. Yes, that are important. Yes, yes. You know? That is important. For sure. For sure. I know I can speak Canadian. I'm kind of, um, <laughs> Olivia's just looking at me like I'm, and I'm out. <laughs> my, out my, you basically should be talking about Dungeons and Dragons. At yeah, I'm like, oh, you like Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> my, my best friend best friend in the whole world, Neela, works for CTV and she is your biggest <gasps> fan. She's really, uh, she really wanted to come. And like, oh my gosh, she should have. Um, and when <laughs> I did, I just did this movie with Peter Gallagher. What? And she was like, can you take my OC original and have him sign oh it? <laughs> you should have brought her. Yeah, you should have brought her. Well, does she now we're not going to be friends anymore. Now, Yes, she's here. She's here. Oh my God. And she's a Libra. And she's a Libra. Oh, that's the friend that's a Libra? All my my two best friends are Libras. No way. Yeah. yeah. My best friend's a Libra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you worked with Peter. Oh, that must oh. be. Oh, my God. He is the loveliest man. He's great. And so good. Like, yeah. he was so great. Um, not that I should be surprised by that, but it was a different part than I've seen him do. And he was just the loveliest. And, yeah. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. I love to hear it. Yeah, Peter. I. When did we see him? I spoke to him not long ago, but I saw him. Uh, but yeah, so it's just so interesting, you know, the crossover between Canada and the States. And obviously Schitt's Creek was Canadian because, they're right? Mm -hmm. It was a... CBC. Right, CBC. Mm -hmm. And Eugene. And they're they're all from... You all? guys are all... Well, you're from Montreal? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they're from... And they're, well, everyone was Canadian except for Chris Elliott. Um, and, you know, they it wasn't originally going to be just Canadian. Um, they tried to sell it everywhere in the mm -hmm. States and nobody wanted it. Oh, <laughs> um, so, so crazy. Yeah. And so then they went and did it with the CBC in Canada. And a lot of the time, if you do stuff in Canada, you have to have Canadian content. So that's why, I mean, they had done a presentation pilot with different actors. Mm -hmm. um, wow. Yeah. And then they had to recast Canadians. 
Um, so yeah, everyone was Canadian except for Elliot. Chris Elliot. Not Chris Elliot. Elliot. Chris I mean, Elliot. <laughs> that show was the biggest source of comfort during a time for so many people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like a thing we all bonded over. It was like, I'm stressing out. I'm scared. Mm -hmm. I'm this. I'm mm -hmm. that. Have you watched Shit's Creek? You know what I mean? It was mm -hmm. literally the medicine, at least for my family. Yeah. And I know a lot of friends had the same exact yeah. experience. Of That's like, the thing we hear all the time. Yeah. It just it was like the ointment. Like, we needed that. And it was at that time, mm -hmm. kind of became, it became what, my husband and I did. Like, that was it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, we just, you know, watched Shit's Creek. I started to think and talk like, <clears throat> Alexis. <laughs> and I would be in the kitchen and he would be like, babe. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. And he'd be like, you're becoming her. I'm like, I don't know how to stop. Oh. But you guys were all, each and every one of you was absolutely brilliant. And that show was I mean, I'm devastated that it's not going to go on forever. It's so funny when people tell us how, like, when when they heard that it, we weren't going again, how upset they were. And mm -hmm. I was like, it's harder on me. <laughs> I don't have a job anymore. This is like, we really love each other. Like, that is our family. Um, and yeah, but it was the right thing to do. Um, <sighs> but it's weird. Like, so many people have said how uh, during that time it was their comfort and their chosen family in a way and that it also like was something that the whole I it sounds weird but the whole family could watch together that people wanted to like yeah. come together and do that um but I do think it was at a time also where it was a perfect storm like politically things had gotten weird <laughs> and then COVID happened and and I think why people didn't want it originally in America was that at the time, they wanted like edgy comedies, like I f the, uh, that one with the meth guy. Um, Breaking the, Bad? Yeah, Breaking Bad. And, oh, is that a comedy? <laughs> not really, I guess, but like those kinds of edgier shit, like The Wire was huge. That's yeah, not a right. comedy no. either. But um, <laughs> they, wanted, they wanted not comedy. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think Shits was the first of its kind to bring kind comedy. Like I remember at that time, wanting my funny to be edgier. Mm, I didn't sure. think I wanted, like, n nice. And um, But what it did really well was that it didn't sacrifice its humor for its heart. Like, it was always true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it was, like, really special and just the right moment. You don't see that a lot. Like, you don't. The last show I saw that I'm like, oh, they did a really good job of combining the heart with the humor in a way where it feels kind of safe as Ted Lasso. I felt mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, you know, people are doing it. But for the most part, I feel like a lot of times it's like you get a laugh maybe, but you're not like moved. That yeah. show moved things inside of everyone. Lumi. Brad Ideas is supported by Lumi. Want to smell better? Naked? Let's face it, our underarms aren't the only place we have odor. That's why I am excited to tell you about Lumi Whole Body Deodorant for pits, privates, and beyond. Well, I am a big fan of keeping the, you know, clean down there. <laughs> uh, but I love that this is an all-over deodorant. So let's say, hey, your elbow crease. It's a little stinky today. 
No problem. Lumi has you covered. I don't know. Your feet? I know a lot of people that have stinky feet. This, Lumi, is the solution. Rob, I think you need it. Lumi was created by an OBGYN who discovered and proved in clinical testing that the vagina is not to blame for day-to-day odor below the belt, so she developed Lumi, a uniquely formulated pH-balanced deodorant. It's aluminum-free, skin-safe, and clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off Lumi starter pack with code IDEAS at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code IDEAS. Broad Ideas is supported by Sundays for Dogs. Sundays is healthy, air-dried dog food made from a short list of human-grade ingredients. Sundays was co-founded by Dr. Tori, a practicing veterinarian, and contains 90% meat, 10% vegetables, and 0% synthetic nutrients. Besides USDA beef and all-natural chicken, you'll find digestive aids like pumpkin and ginger, plus disease-fighting antioxidants. Dog parents report noticeable health improvements in their pups, including softer fur, fresher breath, better boops, and more energy. I have to say, my dog Gertie, she is a very itchy dog, and I think it has to do with what she eats. Since switching her to Sundays, she is itching way less, her skin isn't as pink anymore, and her fur is even softer than it was before. Unlike other fresh dog foods, Sundays is zero prep, zero mess, and zero stress. Sundays is shelf-stable, which makes it easy to feed your pup top-quality food. Every order ships right to your door, so you'll never worry about running out of dog food again. Sundays costs 40% less than other healthy dog food brands because Sundays doesn't waste money shipping frozen packages. Instead, they spend on what matters, sourcing the best all-natural ingredients for your pup. We worked out a special deal for our dog-loving listeners. Get 35% off your first order of Sundays. Go to sundaysfordogs.com ideas or use code ideas at checkout. That's go to sundaysfordogs.com ideas. Upgrade your pup to Sundays and feel good about the food you feed your dog. I think Dan did a really great job with writing these characters to have arcs over the season that were, and that's why he wanted to end it because he knew how it ended. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and he knew that for Stevie to get that earned moment, uh, I guess when we did Cabaret or for her to become a businessman, a businesswoman, um, that, that it had to be earned over a certain amount of years. And so I think he did that with everyone, like, and also, he started to write for us a lot, like yeah. Patrick, you know, Noah's a singer, and um, and so gave him that song, and and um, yeah, a little bit of Lexis. Like, <laughs> she wrote that, you know? Oh, so, wow. yeah, he gave us all, like, our dreams. That's so cool. <laughs> I know. I want someone to give me my dream. Me too. But kind of the better dream than we had for ourselves in a way. Like my dream was always to play Sally Bowles in cabaret. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that like I come for season five or whatever. And I I knew we were doing a musical. I, I thought I was going to be the person in black, like Stevie moving <laughs> furniture. And to find out that I got to be, to sing that song maybe this time mm-hmm. as Stevie is kind of the better song because as Sally, it's like about getting a man. And as Stevie, though, it's about her own kind of 
self-empowerment and that she can become the thing everybody believes that she can be that she doesn't in herself. So it, yeah, he really kind of. That's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, it's beautiful. Do you feel that that applies to you personally too? Like how much, is there a parallel between you and the character? Oh yeah. I, I definitely think that there was a parallel journey for us in that when I signed on to the show, um, I thought I was just going to be bringing towels to the family and like, saying <laughs> a sarcastic thing. Um, I and I wanted to work with Catherine and Eugene, mm. and um, but my agent at the time, because it was at the time just a Canadian show, there was no Netflix. Things that you did in Canada weren't necessarily going to travel anywhere else, and um, so she put it in my contract that if I got an American show, I could do it if it didn't conflict. And, um, which is normally not allowed. You Mm -hmm. usually can't do two shows, but, um, I got this other show, 12 Monkeys, and I got to do it when like I'd shoot shits and then I'd shoot 12 Monkeys. And then in the last season they overlapped. And so I would shoot shits during the day and then 12 Monkeys at night. And it was, I mean, this just amazing experience to have this thing, but, um, to answer your question, it was just that it start it started out as something I thought I was going to be a bit part on that. I didn't think Stevie was going to be as great as she was. I mm-hmm. underestimated you Stevie. You did. And Stevie underestimated. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I underestimated my myself that I I didn't think that I was getting as great a part as I I ended up getting. So, yeah. But that's very similar to you, Rachel. The way your part started out on the OC oh, was yeah. it started out as a guest star. Yeah, it was a guest star. Oh, for yeah. The first eight episodes I think and then yeah it just evolved and and went on from there but it's it's it is it is kind of crazy but cool to be able to kind of go on that journey and personally and professionally Mm -hmm. you know because it really I mean and that show did serve the same like skyrocket like thing even though it wasn't like in real time yeah which is so interesting because I don't know when that ever really happens Yeah. It was so weird because it was also not in real time because everyone was in, um, in quarantine. And I remember talking to Annie who was, she was in New York and I was shooting something in Scotland and everybody was wearing masks at the time. And then suddenly the, when the masks started coming off, or I remember the first time I went outside without my mask and got, uh, like, (gasps) Oh my god! And like uh, that was me pointing yeah. and screaming. <laughs> yeah. It's basically what I did to Wobby 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 when I found out he was Wobby Wobby. Um, yeah, I it, and I was scared. I didn't even know it was just so weird because it was out of nowhere. We were all right. like, I even just to see people was weird, but then people to recognize you in a different way was new. Yeah, I'm sure it was also, I mean, was it creepy at all that you went from doing this and then everyone's locked down and then you're all of a sudden in everybody's home, Mm. everybody's heart because of that weird trauma bonding that happened during the pandemic. That's funny. It was trauma bonding. Wasn't it? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we all kind of went through this and then we had our little safety nets Mm -hmm. and you guys were one of those for so many people. And then you go out and now you're at a whole different level of your career once you open that door and take off the mask, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was that for you psychologically? Well, the, I think the lucky thing is that the show is puts out such goodness that people love you. And my part in it is 
thankfully not something that people, I think most people like Stevie and um, want to be friendly with Stevie and not like I think of that guy on Euphoria who's really good, but he plays such an asshole that like I can't imagine being known for something like that and people being as vocal because as vocal as people are with me about how much they love Stevie, like if you're getting the other side of that. But no, it was very, it, it reminds me of like, we also went on tour with the show. We did like little live show things and the audience for that show felt different to me than any audience of any show I've experienced. Like I've never experienced something that big, but just in terms of like, everybody was so nice to each other mm-hmm. and like just even lining up to to ask a question. Everybody was so good to each other. And mm-hmm. I, it felt like the show put that out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. The gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Like Shit's Creek. Really. Shit's Creek. <laughs> I know. And it's always like with, like with kids and stuff. I'm like, I'm watching Shit's Creek. And I'm like, wait, can I say that? Because like, you yeah. know, it's a bad word. So so shooting Shit's Creek and 12 Monkeys, where does that leave your personal life when you were doing that? Like, how do you do that and have any sort of relationships outside of that? Um, I mean... Don't. Um, <laughs> my relationships have usually, for the most part, always been with people I'm working with in some capacity, or mm. else we're just not going to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, just I don't even mean romantically, just even friendship wise. I, I was I was listening to like Whitney Cummings podcast that you guys did, and we're very similar in our workaholism. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, that was that was I think a thing that set the bar for me to want to be that busy all the time. Um and so when both shows ended, it was very much like oh god, like what? I have nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was not great. So I think I just kept seeking to just be busy. Right. Mm. What do you do to like for yourself to fill that? Well, I started writing my own stuff and awesome. started doing that um but also i i fortunately and unfortunately have aged like my canadian agent has been my agent since i was a kid and i joke that like i can't go to the dmv and have like a, a break there or anything cuz she'll fill it with a job like she's <laughs> always getting me a job and great jobs but like i've just been always having these kind of great opportunities to work and i just don't I don't say no unless it's not great. Then I do, I guess, say no. Which right. is kind of what shit's afforded the the opportunity to say no to things. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Gave you that no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I mean, saying yes to everything is also a job, though. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> right? Totally. Because it's just, I mean, and I, 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 I go back and forth with that, like, myself. Like, what? But you don't, you don't have kids. No. No. Is that mm-hmm. something that? You want in your life or are you? No. I mean, I have two genetically perfect frozen baby girls. Oh, oh wow. Um, yes. Really? Oh, um, <laughs> seven. Um, but um, so there was a time when I was going to maybe do that. But it was it was definitely I was going to do that. I was in a relationship and the other person I think wanted to be a mom and, um, and, but no, I never really, 
never had that thing. I think I'd be a bad <laughs> mother. I think I am very, I'm work obsessed. I love my work. That feels work like my your, baby. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that you just have two. I'd like chilling. somebody to have them though that I know so I can be the cool aunt and see them. But would and, that be weird for you? Because it's your eggs, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, would that, how does that work in your brain? It <laughs> I, it works very like, I feel bad to say how it really works. It works like, I want to see what they look like. <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah. be like, yeah. Yeah. Because my ex was very talented too. I'm like, are they going to be like super talented? Super, <laughs> um, but oh, so they're, they're actually um, embryos. Embryos. From, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. But um, but no, I just know it's even like with getting a dog. I'd love like a little puppy and all that. But I know I don't want to. I don't want to walk it. I don't no. want to yeah. do any of that stuff. No. So it's what if lot. someone else wants to though? Like, well, what if you end up in a relationship with someone that wants that? Would you be down, or are you just like a no? Um, at this point, no. I, the, the at that point, I think I was with somebody I thought wanted that. Um, and I was down for that, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't be the mom. Um, right, right, I mean, right. I'd be a mom. Right. Yeah. But I wouldn't. You'd be the dad mom. Your yeah, part, I'd, yeah. Exactly. Your I'd be, be the, the dad mom. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to be the dad mom. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but now no, just because I, um, I just don't believe that's possible. I don't believe that, uh, there wouldn't be. Well, I just feel guilty all the time. I right. feel, yeah, yeah. But they were fertilized with a different partner, and then you were with another partner. And is that? And am I am I understanding this correctly? Uh, no, there's no other partner. No, I'm no, I'm not with anybody. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. like they were fertilized by a partner at the yeah. time. Yes, Got yes, okay. not by a donor. not by a donor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I was just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> no wait. Trying I, to get my I eggs had in the it the same way. You did too. That it, so it was a male partner that. You did the eggs with? Uh, no, so it was a trans woman. So it was. Oh, uh, God. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. Not, thank, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it does make sense. Yes. Yeah. It makes complete sense. I was sense. like, I have it. Because you were like, well, no. they wanted to be the mom. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. That makes total sense. Yeah. So trans, that's so like interesting to me. So I, I'm always like, I want to understand more, you know, like about all of that. And so you were with them. They were always trans. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. He, like it wasn't like you were with them and then they. Went no, through a transition. no, matter as a woman to yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I mean, I just, and to go through all that and and the egg freezing and retrieval. Yeah, that whole thing is a thing. And right? yeah. Monica Padman's doing like a sh- yeah. Yeah. Thing a whole on show it. on it. Yeah, a thing yeah. on the thing. But everybody I know who is going through that is like, oh, I should do a podcast on it. I'm like, there is one. Every, like, because it is, people don't talk about it. No, that, yeah. The experience is like, and it's really, it's not nothing. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah. Well, there's also so many different versions of it. Yeah. Like it, on that show, there was so many different types of families that did it. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, not, there's different, not different ways. Of, right, but there's yeah. not different ways of doing it. Like, no. every the actual <laughs> procedure. I was like, Rob, I'm pretty sure. Like, but you have to do the whole thing. Go through the shots. The, and the shots and the, and the I think, yeah. And it's it's just like, it's really expensive. It's yeah. it really, is. I remember going to get my prescription, those injections. And when they told me how much they were, I was like, oh, no, no I have insurance. <laughs> 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 really good insurance. And uh, they're like, yeah, no, it's. 
well, not it, covered. And it could be wasted. Like you could get two eggs out of it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Oh my God. The that's craziest the thing. thing is that you do, like, like they it. take out like, let's say 10 eggs and then every day babies die. Yeah. <laughs> every day and then right. you end up with and then you get them genetically tested to make it's like a whole huge process big process big experience and um yeah how do they know the gender like how because do they, when they, they test it well that's when the embryos made they that's what I, I know but she said the she, no she knows she has two girls yeah then, so i'm just wondering the process to, well it's because you went further than just pulling the eggs you made the embryos. yeah you no. made the, yeah but when you do the genetic testing they tell, but you, they tell you what the gender is, just like when we do genetic testing when we're pregnant, they tell us the gender. Same thing. Science. Because the science. DNA. Yeah. yeah. Science. science. <laughs> I don't do science. My brain doesn't. No, I'm just kidding. When you were pregnant, did they do they test for they, DNA things? They do. They do they do genetic testing. Okay. And then they tell you we know the sex if you want to know it or not. But I think that's only for me, they did it because I was high risk. They probably didn't do it for you, Rachel. Yeah, because I think it's a risk to do a DNA test. So oh. they did it and they didn't catch mine. But the thing is, is that they do it. Oh my gosh, they did the test when you were pregnant with Shepard? Yeah. I have a kid with a chromosomal abnormality and they didn't catch it. But they have to do it if you're a certain age. If you're 35 right. and over. Then you're oh. automatically high risk or whatever. You're automatically a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah, yeah and they term, which is so, so insane. Oh my God. To be 35 yeah. in general. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh my God. So they do test it. But the, it also, I know a lot of people right now going through that process and then they have to make the decision. Do you test the egg or not test the egg? Because if you test the egg, you could be compromising the integrity of the egg and you could... Oh, oh it's a... Oh, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. It's a huge choice. Whether... But then, so... The, God, that is a huge choice because then you test it and what you find out, is that going to change your decision? Mm -hmm. And But do you also find out if that testing compromised it? And that was the thing that... Right. Yeah. See, this is why I don't have babies. <laughs> this is why I keep them frozen. They are so good. Talented. Yeah, they are. yeah. yeah they're talented. Yeah. Would you let your partner have the baby, the babies? You your ex My ex-partner? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I would like somebody I know to to have them. That's um, cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, I mean, and you can speak to that stuff, like, personally, just have... Wow. Wait. No, I mean like you were saying. Wait, did you did, did you no. do it? No. <laughs> you guys Sorry. Are best friends. My yeah. brain was still on the testing of the eggs, of the embryos and the eggs and stuff. That's what I was like. Wait, how can I speak to that? Because it how you did it. What did I do? <laughs> I had babies. This is so funny. No, but then it was tested because I didn't go through I oh, didn't experience Oh, well, we that. have talked about this. So before when I was pregnant, right? They're like, okay, so we want to do genetic testing. And you make that choice. This is the weird part, is that they don't really prepare you for that. They're just like, you test it. And you go, okay, you test it. Mm -hmm. But for me now, with a kid with a chromosomal abnormality, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't test it. Because I wouldn't have my son if right. it would have showed up. Oh, Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Which is like bananas yeah but wait would that have been a decision to make yeah. or 
Yeah, because you get it early enough. You get it early enough. And if a kid has a bunch of chromosomal abnormalities or Down syndrome or anything, they say, here's your choice. You either have an abortion or you go through with it. And back then, Mm -hmm. I would have thought, oh, you have an abortion. That would have just been my, that's what I would have thought. But now having a kid that has those differences, Mm -hmm. I see it different. And you found Jesus. Don't believe in abortions, right? No, I still haven't found Jesus. No, but it is that, um, and even when you said um, Down syndrome, there's um, an actress, Katerina Scorsone, who has um, a child with differences. And the way she talks about it has totally blown my mind in, in a way that this is like, this is not something... This is special. Like this is actually there's so much greatness about this yeah. um, that I don't think we've ever been told. The narrative has always been like that's a problem, right? That's um, right. That's what they're testing for when they test your eggs. Oh, and they didn't oh. tell you that though. We were told. We they tell you, but you they were? make it like it's like a medical thing. Like we're going to do genetic testing, right? And this is that. But the the thing is, is that the bottom line is like that narrative is kind of trying to get rid of abnormality. Mm, yes, yeah. You know, as opposed to letting it naturally. come one come all. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But also to have to make that decision. Oof. I just Oof. wouldn't want to It's really hard for people. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah, it's completely knowing Shepherd her son is my godson and knowing what I know. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like You found Jesus, right? That's why he's your godson. Rob, <laughs> Rob is really Rob is having today. a hard time you, with this. Do you have children? I do. I have I'm, two. Yeah, we're not saying don't have abortions. We're saying <laughs> we're just saying. That I know. It's just changed our perspective it's, because know. we know this soul that is like the most special thing. I mean, it's hard because he has a brother who is also very special. But like Shepard is just like this dynamic. You can't even explain it. This soul energy that's like so crazy. So it's kind of just changed that whole. But it is a narrative, and it's like one of those things that that is put out in society that this narrative is out there that I've completely yeah no one eighty on personally. Yeah. Well, Not I, the, I, I think mean, that's good. I think differences and and it is it's all narrative, right? Because even when you say my partner, it was there. It, we you know we made the embryo. We automatically go to okay. So your partner was a man. Right? Yeah, and right. Which is is just again the narrative that we've been taught, and things are mm-hmm. changing, and it's starting to become more normal. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, it's just yeah, it's just it's exposure. Same, yeah, exposure, sure. But yeah, it's the same thing as trying to like compute, like you know, figure it out mm-hmm. when it is. But it is changing. The narrative all around is changing. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I mean, there's so much. I can't believe you're wavy. By the way, you have made his life today. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's so look at him. He's just no. grinning from ear to ear it's over so there. So cute. It's so cute. I'm not really usually like a fan girl about people because I don't watch anything either. I don't listen. Uh, we were talking before you got here because you were late. <laughs> um, but we were trying not to talk. But. Um, but yeah, I don't. I only listen to murder podcasts. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, but Dax Shepard, that armchair expert, is yeah. the thing I listen to. I don't watch any television except for again murder. Um, <laughs> but that one, 
That's what we want. <laughs> what, what kind of murder are you into right now? This is something that we've really we dissected yes. on the truth of. Is it, how would you kill your partner if you had to? I mean, if I had to do it and get away with it? Yeah. I mean, it's acid is the only way that you're going to really get acid, like dropping a body in a vat of acid. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of because that'll disintegrate the body. Make sure it's not in a bathtub. Yes. It disintegrates the body, but do the teeth remain intact? No. acid. No, I think it's everything. You just also, though, don't buy the acid with a credit card. Like, don't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or, but there's also like cameras in the store. That's the thing. Yeah. Where does one get acid? Like what? I think there's a lot of, like, why there's not as many serial killers. In you think they start tracking these things? Now? Well, yeah. You're also always on camera. But I do find those things so funny about criminals who, like, post on social media. And, like, that guy, um, a pizza guy. <laughs> oh, oh guy yeah, who, uh, yeah, yeah. Who got you, caught. Yeah. I do love um, just watching the—I don't—I have a different thing than the ring, but, like— Watching people when they don't know they're on camera. Voyeurism. I could do that all day. Right? It's just. Is yeah. it reality television? <laughs> well, I know. It's better than reality television. <laughs> I know. Cause they really because they really don't it's know. It's actually real. And there's some just great dialogue and these amazing things that people just say. Um, I do it with animals. When I was living up north, <laughs> I would wake up every day and check it because I'd be like, what was in my yard? And oh. I'd see like, Fox and raccoons and fox. like fox. <laughs> I, I know fox. I was gonna say foxes, <laughs> but like I would always want to know like what's creeping through the yard. Oh well, there's the CP something in what? Silver Lake. There's a, they oh, call the, him the, the P. He, he's gone. He died. The mountain lion. P twenty two. Yeah, P twenty two. Gone. No, it I'm was sorry. really. I had, had a big really hard time with at it. the Greek theater for him. Yeah. When did this happen? A couple months ago. Few months ago so now, they th- someone like hit him with a car and he then they really found recover. him and oh had to put him down. God. He was not in good shape. Yeah, was the and consensus. he was getting more and more erratic. Like he the, took a kid from a house. The oh day my he, God. a toddler. What he like took a toddler I from it was someone's a dog. yard. Are you Maybe, sure it was a kid? I think it, I think it was a chihuahua, Rob. <laughs> I can't <laughs> a imagine dog. that it took a, a toddler a, people were still like, A mountain oh. lion took a kid No, that somewhere. was a coyote okay. that took the three-year-old in Woodland Hills. That was the dingo that ate the baby, the baby. Yeah. 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 in Meryl Street. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was getting erratic, though. It was, yes. It, so they I, knew well, something was I, wrong It was a chihuahua. I'm pretty okay. positive on that, Rob. <laughs> but the, 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 the day he died, I was at this restaurant in Silver Lake. And they ha- it was like used to be an old movie theater and it had like a tribute to him because they're like, he used to frequent this restaurant. Oh, oh, I know, I felt so sad. People were mad. Yeah, I was a little mad. But I guess he must, I mean, they wouldn't have put him down unless he was really not okay. Yeah, or right? or if he took a baby. I mean, or if he took a took baby, a toddler, right, but he did not take a t- I mean, now I feel like I have to Google and check Rob's facts that are not. <laughs> I think you're schmacks. thinking of the coyote and I think Hills that might that be right. Yeah, that Olivia yeah. was talking about. No. Mm-hmm. P22 did not take a child. These are the things you see on the ring. <laughs> yes. And these are the things we talk about here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only. See, I told you we were going to learn something. Yeah. He, he did go into someone's house, though. That was what? the thing. It was like a sliding or a. Wasn't door that an that actor went. that went into <laughs> the house and he like laid down? There was yeah. some actor who did that. Um, was it Vincent, Ga- Vincent Gallo? No. I am going right now to Google. <laughs> who was that that did that? 
Did what? Wait, remember. tell me again. It went into someone's house An and laid down. Yeah, yeah, there was some actor who was doing that. Yeah. To a few places. Mountain lion known as P-22 captured after killing Chihuahua <laughs> in Los I be- Angeles. I believe that. I've heard that one. By the way, nothing came up when I Googled what actor there used to was go an actor There was an actor that would who go would go sleep. and just lie down in people's houses. Yes. I've, I mean, that's going to drive me insane. It's like... Gary Busey, but not Gary Busey. <laughs> okay, actor arrested for breaking into a home and taking a nude nap. That's what it was. In a sleeping Who? woman's bed. Who was, Who was it? it? Was it Randy Quaid? I mean, you're reading the article, but a you're not saying. A nude nap. Who? Whom? It's not oh, saying. No. That's this. Is Randy Quaid and his wife were arrested for <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> found apparently squatting in a California home. Huh. That's not him. This guy's not famous. He's just... Well, I mean, nude, everyone's an actor. Nude napper. <laughs> the Everyone. nude napper. The nude famous napper. Famous for being the nude napper. I feel like there's another show on the... <laughs> Horizon. Oh yeah, Jonathan Fan. I don't... Uh. Did Johnny Lewis do that or something? Oh, I feel God. like it was an actor that like I'd heard of, but... Yeah, no, Ezra I'm Mil- with Ezra you. Miller. Oh, is that it? Oh, that's the that, recent like yeah, flash yeah, 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 guy that's like been in the news, but yeah. I didn't know why or what he was doing. Okay, he he was doing some pleaded guilty Friday to a charge stemming from a break-in and theft of alcohol at a neighbor's home in Vermont. No, that doesn't sound like that's a nap. That doesn't sound that's like not a nap. napper. Yeah. This person would like slept on their couch or something, yeah, right? Just or got go in bed in. or go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to find my way back from here. No. It's like we're all We're lost in the sauce. We're we're lost in the sauce. What, wait, what murder shows are you watching right now, though? Um, I mean, this is is not murder. I haven't seen a new murder documentary because I've seen them all. But um, uh, that one, Paul T. Goldman, which is not a murder show, but uh, it's just in the same category as true... Not necessarily crime, but that kind Doc of thing. You. Have you seen Paul T. Goldman? No. Oh my god, it's so funny. He what made, is it? He like made it himself, and it's like reenactments. But he's reenacting. He's playing himself and hiring people, and it's this really bizarre. <laughs> st- it's really weird. Is that the thing you sent us? I think it might be. Uh, yeah, I yeah. feel like you. Yeah, and he like and like the people making it, I think, are in on it, and yes, he's not. Yes, yes, yeah, he's yes. not because he had this wife who uh, he thought she was a prostitute and had this whole sex trafficking ring. Um, that but would was, only see him like once a week. Yeah, then... yeah, it's it's much better than we're describing yeah. it as. Um, but uh, that that doesn't really count as murder. But that um, doesn't count as murder. No, I just, but I also You're like we're murder specific here. Yeah, what's the last murder? Do, do you guys watch? She <laughs> does all. Of, that's all she watches. The mm-hmm. last one, the last murder one I watched was the sins of our mother. Oh, you know, yes. it was the mom, and she became part of. I, I want to say it was like a. It wasn't Mormon. It was Church of Latter Day Saints, and then oh, she. That is Mormon, babe. Okay. <laughs> but it was like, but it wasn't that. Like, that's not what made Like, it her... wasn't Mormon. It was Church of Latter-day. No, but that's, I don't, I don't know. She ended up with like a cult-type guy, and she ended up taking the lives of her children. Oh, I Ooh. didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. I got so fucked up reading Helter Skelter back in the day. It was, at the time, I lived in Los Feliz reading this book, and one of the places... You lived in one of the places? That... No, it was in Los Feliz. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. finish my sentence. <laughs> you stopped and looked at me. 
<laughs> well, because I, I was trying to remember which, if it's the murder house that's like for sale right now in Los Feliz. Oh. Murder house. No, that's like the dentist. That's the Black Dahlia. No, this is the dentist's father. I, maybe he's a dentist. I might be. Uh, but the father who went and murdered his family in the middle of the night. I want to say it was around Christmas time. That's the Eagle Rock house. No. This is <laughs> There's Los one Feliz. of those, though, where you can go and see the Christmas presents. What? In what? the house. They're still, still there? People would, it, you, they recently renovated it. Yeah, they recently renovated it. But this guy snapped, <sighs> killed his whole family and himself on Christmas Day. And the, like, tree was still up. Presents were still there uh, until, like, a year or two ago. Uh, oh, my God. For how many what? years? Like, 20. What? I feel like you're what? getting this confused with... No, that's the thing. With, I mean, this might not be... <laughs> These might be separate things. 2475 Glendower Place, okay? This is the infamous Los Feliz Murder House or Murder Mansion during episode six of the Apes. John, the agency of the property. Sorry, they did a show, apparently, on it. Uh, Would you move into a house where people were murdered? No. When I was looking for a house, there was one that I liked and someone had died in it. Um, naturally? But they were, yeah, they were saying it was naturally, this was his house, it was good. Like they, But they were really pushing the good energy of it a lot that I felt <laughs> like... Uh, Something's dicey. Yeah. Um, I don't... I mean, I'm sure every house someone has died in every old house. Um, Someone's died in this house. You yeah, know, I can they, feel they it. I mean, this is built it? in the 20s. They have to disclose. No, I mean, or after seven. But that years. doesn't mean they die. Wait, in what? It? After well, seven years, they don't have to disclose. It? Yeah, but once I think it goes through good. different owners, like if you don't know, and then the person doesn't tell you, it it gets lost pretty quickly. But there is a rule. Like, Who's that a, behind you? <laughs> <laughs> There's a rule that they have to disclose. They it have for to disclose a certain it. Yeah. time. Maybe I don't know. Like. Did you ask if you should move into I, a house yeah. where someone was murdered specifically murdered. or just died? 100% no. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Would you? What if it was your dream house? It, I don't... Uh, and it was like half the price no. of what it would That cost. would actually make me even more skeptical. Suspicious. Because yeah. when something's like, oh... Too good to be on true. Sale. <laughs> on sale? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's no. wrong with it? No. Would you? Because you're not a very... Spirity type He's not. guy. He so even like that. Yeah, I, w- I mean, I would. would. I'd probably want to renovate it. <laughs> not sage it, but renovate it. Well, We're talking. Cal- you want to renovate anything though? When we moved in here, though, Calvin like <laughs> said he had a friend Peter that he would see. Okay. Just like out of, and we we didn't know anyone named Peter. He was like three at the time. He was Kids talking do to that, though. Did you oh, then go down terrifying. a rabbit hole and look up all the people that had lived here or owned this house? Yeah, no. it's like the I first thing that, I would have done. I would do that too. Right? Yeah. But wait a minute. So do you believe in ghosts, spirits, all of that kind of stuff? I didn't until I listened to, I think it was a This American Life episode. It was some episode called um, I Am Monty Cliff. And it was about this actor. Montgomery was, Cliff. Yeah, yeah, haunted. Well, no, but this other actor who was haunted by the ghost of Montgomery oh. Cliff. And you have to listen to this because his friend is Parker Posey. She comes on and talks about, like, it's so believable what happened to this guy, the way it's told that you just, there's stuff that actually, like, medically happens to him that it couldn't, I, there's no other explanation for it. Mm. And it really made me believe that it's, uh, yeah. Possible. Yeah. Scripted podcast. 
No. Wrong. <laughs> He's such a non-believer. When I, when I went for hypnosis, my hypnotherapist, I, I was just geeked on him because I was like, this is the weirdest person I've come in contact with. And there was this poster up on the wall. And so when I left, I like researched him and that poster and like what Wait, it was. you didn't research him before you <laughs> got that? No. Someone gave it to me as a gift. They're like, I paid the guy because it was to quit smoking. They're like, okay, I paid the guy. You show up. Did you do Kerry Gaynor? No, but I oh, heard about him. That's who it is. Oh, okay. So okay. then I start researching <laughs> him and I was like, oh my God, he worked for the FBI solving murders. And one of them, they made a movie about that he was part of the investigative team of a woman that was being raped by a ghost. What? Yeah. Wow. Wait, what? Yeah. What was, is there video footage of it? And there's a no, whole no. movie. I mean, there's a whole movie. <laughs> I don't know. They made a movie on it. I think the movie's scripted, but he was part of that team investigating it. So, wait a second. I have so many questions. <laughs> um, did the quitting smoking thing work? <laughs> yeah. I haven't smoked a cigarette in 12 years. Oh, my God. Mine worked for like four months. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of, because I didn't go to that guy. You got to um, go to Carrie Gaynor. But, wait, he, so he does hypnosis, but does he he obviously does everything on the other side. I'm wondering. I don't know. It, it was just in the past it said he did that. I don't know if he still does that. I just know that he made me quit smoking and he used to do that. Was that the guy from Nathan for you? Remember he hires the like ghost hunter to exercise a house? Oh, What's that? Nathan for you? You've Nathan seen Fielder. It. It's, it's really it's funny. He's Canadian, funny. isn't he? He's Canadian, He's Canadian. yeah. yeah. Who's that? I don't know. You do. I don't know. He has someone We've with him, and then you. she says she was raped by a ghost, and then he's just like standing I wonder, there watching what do you, these two. Can you elaborate on this yeah. rape by a ghost thing? Because like, I mean, but like, what's was there evidence? I'm not. I don't want to. No, I know, but I don't. I feel like it's our Virgo. Very yeah, it's a Virgo brain. And we're like, wait, you're like, is it? Is there a consent version <laughs> of? <laughs> but like repeatedly in one one right instance, or like, it was take like, us through it. Yeah, like is it over a course you of guys, months? And I, he kept revisiting. Like, yeah, that's the question. Like, was this like <laughs> carry on? I'm gonna look. Yeah, we'll, we'll bookmark. This. I don't know we'll how to carry this. on because. If this Brains was so are, believable uh, that people had like the police and stuff yes. investigating, I don't. My Google search is just the next level. <laughs> it's like who's the actor who <laughs> sleeps <laughs> naked in people's house? <laughs> What's the movie on being raped by a ghost? <laughs> it's Patrick Swayze ghost. Right? Yeah, I oh, mean, I love that movie. well, how would you feel if Patrick Swayze came at that period of his? Oh, time? I was so in love. I was right? so in love with him. Oh my god! I had his picture up on my bunk bed, like the ceiling, so I would say goodnight to him. Every I night. had every poster of his. I saw <laughs> oh. every movie of his. Oh, um, and I wrote him a fan letter. It was the first thing I ever <laughs> wrote to anyone, and I gave it to my mom to mail. And I never heard back from him. But my mom came <laughs> back in the room, and she started talking to me about loose women and um don't and there was a told me a story about this girl at her school called they called her horsey jane because she was she because i think in the letter i put like i want a dirty dance with you (laughs) (laughs) so my mom started to talk to me about some kind of like lesson that it's real bad to be but anyways i don't think she mailed it is what i'm saying Oh, because she wrote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! But I was so in love with him. So in love. He was my first love. Yeah, I I don't think think I've ever had a 
crush like that on an actor or anybody. I since. went through him and I also had my Johnny Depp like crybaby face. Oh. I don't know if I have a crybaby yeah. sweater. Yeah. What? Yeah, I do. I stopped wearing it for a little bit when, there was, when there little was a little bit. But then yeah. when it turned, it was so happy because I love that sweater. <gasps> you know what I would do for a fucking crybaby oh, sweater? It's pretty amazing. <laughs> I think it might be called the entity. I don't know. I don't think that's I it. don't want to know about the... I just want to know... I'm I just, I just the want to know what actual... one thing that would have made people be like, oh, oh she's yeah, telling the she's truth. raped by a ghost. Right. It is right. called the entity. Is it? Because I feel... I mean, something had to if they're calling in other people to come investigate it. There's got to be something going on. Yeah, my br- my brain goes like, is she just like kind of, you know, not all there? And is she doing it herself? And like, you know, put I don't I don't it was there video Vi- like, video proof. is what I'm yeah that's after. where because like that would be like oh this movie was in the eighties so oh it's a was... movie it's like a it's a <laughs> they well, made it's a movie it's based on, it. on oh, a based story. but if they made the movie in the eighties no one there's not video no there's not those. yeah yeah it happened or in there's the 70s. video and you didn't have the means to like CGI things then but like <sighs> look at you're sitting there and you're like my brain is like well was she doing it? I'm sure their brain was asking the same questions <laughs> right. And something went further than that. Yeah, yeah I don't know what I want to know. know. <laughs> <laughs> That's our point. I became obsessed, like you, <laughs> with Carrie Gaynor. Because I was like, well, now all human? I want to do is Google Carrie Gaynor. Okay. This is the okay. Doris Bither case. Doris Bither. Tell also us known about as Doris. the entity haunting. What is it, Rob? So, alleged paranormal <laughs> phenomena in Culver City. Um, inspired the movie. Let's Culver see. City, huh? Yeah. So, Taff, is Taff the ghost? Taff is a high school. Taff and Gaynor visited the Culver City house for the first time in August 22nd, 1974. Seven. Visits. Looked into ghosts the... Ghosts from the 70s are like different than ghosts now. Yeah. They did not, the investigators did not look into the spectral rape allegation as the alleged violence preceded their involvement in the case. And Taff himself does not believe such incidences so, well, uh, occurred. This is the anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it didn't happen. Which it probably was for her. Well, life. someone thinks it happened. Yeah, they didn't she, even investigate it. Well, he invested. Carrie did. So, he said Taff did it. So, did you ever talk to Carrie about it? I've yeah. never talked to him. Objects Do- <laughs> falling from shelves by themselves, strange lights, bad odors, cold zones in the house. Ooh. But this was just her saying it, and there was no other. There had to be like corroborating. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. so, I know the word. Lost confidence on it. Yeah, because right I like, started. You committed anyway. <laughs> no, it says Taff and Gaynor uh, were the only ones who offered a description of these unusual occurrences. So I think they experienced it too. They know. So you remember <laughs> this guy's a wizard. Of like, what was your hypnot? Did you lie down? Did you? What was his yeah, thing? Yeah, really weird. You go into like a little garage outside of his house in Santa Monica. And it's like, you feel like, huh. It's like strange vibes. Okay. And he feels a little bit like a wizard. Okay. And you sit down and it's like the simplest thing. And he's like, he does this thing with his arms where he's like. <laughs> like dances like Phoebe. He's like, That's not an option, like. not an option. And then he puts things in your head. Like he's just talking to you. And doing this kind of arm movement while She looks like one of those advertisement blow-up balloons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. Has yeah. The arms are flailing around. Not an option. And he does these kind of movements while he's talking to you. And then you sit down and kind of lay down. And then 
For me, what he did is he implanted things like, if you see someone smoking, I want you to instantly put your hands over your heart and be like, oh my God, thank God I don't smoke. And he's like, you see them smoke. It's basically like you seeing a toddler with a loaded gun. And I want your visceral reaction on that each time. And he does that and that and that. So then like literally after a while, I'd see someone smoke and I'd be like, oh, like it would, it jolted me. Like it was offensive. So when you left there, did you right away leave there? No, you didn't want to smoke. You keep smoking. You go back three times. Three times. Okay. So you keep smoking and then you go back and then you smoke one more time and then you're done. And he didn't do any asking you questions because my person had like a bit of an intake thing of like asking when I like to smoke, when I... Th- None of that. So n- no. No. Wow. He just goes straight at you. With the and, arms. Yeah, with yeah. the arms <laughs> and the body movement. But then he would put things in there too that I'd hear come up years later. Like I would see people smoke and it would be like, I love my body. I love my soul. Oh my God. And I'd be like, that. I didn't put that in there. Oh my God, I want to know. Does he do other creepy things? He where does I it, go. all of it. He's going to do creepy shit that I don't want. No, well, I'm she was thinking if he time. can do hypnosis on other things. Yeah, he like can, sugar, <laughs> like, yes. Can, like, oh, yeah, all yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, sugar. Yeah. Yeah. He does it for all you of You never that smoked stuff. again after that. I have not had a puff of nicotine in 12 years. Whoa, wow. That's wow. amazing. Because I did that and then it came back and then I did it again because it worked for a little while. Um, but then I smoked again. And the thing that really got me to quit smoking was I had gotten a divorce and, um, see, I was the first time in my life I was ever dating. I'd always Mm. been in a relationship and, um, and I was a leper in LA. Like at that (laughs) time, smoking was disgusting to everybody else. And so it was, I was shamed kind of into quitting, which was great. And then I did also read that Alan Carr book. I read it a couple of times, but like that was the time I needed. And I I went to vaping. And then that, I remember I was on vacation with a friend of mine who still smoked. And we left the room and halfway down the street, he was like, oh, I forgot my cigarettes. I have to go get my... And it was, I was so annoyed by that desperation of like needing the thing that I was just like, oh, I'm done. That Alan Carr book is genius. I did that at the same time. Oh, yeah. It really is. It's genius. I want to do it for every bad habit. What's yeah. it called? Uh, the Easy Way to Quit Smoking. Oh, by Alan. He Carr. basically is like, smoking is basically this in a nutshell. It's wearing shoes that are too tight so that you can take them off and feel the relief. Oh, I forgot oh. that is. And I was like, that yeah. is it right there. Like, you think you're getting relief, but you're the one putting your shoes on too fucking tight. Yeah. Like, stop putting your shoes on too tight. Right. You won't need that relief. Oh, yeah. That book is amazing. Do you want a good book for not eating sugar? Yeah. Well, it's not just sugar. It's like, I think I'd like to have food not as a thing of like, oh, I've just wrapped a movie and I have this much time where I can eat bad things and I want it to just be like a a normal person. The Bible. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I want to. You're wrong. wrong. What Jesus what is your Jesus you know who found today? Jesus? <laughs> I know. I guess I'm going to tell you guys. <laughs> um, How to Feed the Hungry Heart. Have you oh, heard of that book? No. It changed my whole. I used to have binge eating disorder, and it. You go through phases. I do not not in a disorderly fashion now, though. Right. 
Like it used to be disorder. <laughs> I just out. binge. Well, no, I wanted to talk about <laughs> it. Don't want you to be a liar. No, I still, no, I still uh, comfort eat or overeat or whatever, but there's no like disorder that's attached to it. Wait, know? so just that reading that book was the thing that did that? It w- You know what it taught me was self-trust and that the relationship was, with food was based on self-trust. And without that, you can't have a healthy balance. So I used to not be able to eat a cookie without eating the whole box, right? Same. So I learned <laughs> to do the whole, like, I trust myself. Just read the book. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's, it's a game changer. Wow. I'm kind of uh, Self-trust does make sense, though, in terms of uh, ev- I will put anything into a rule thing of system, like, eating or any kind of thing I do, I will make rules about it. Uh, and so I think that if I break one of those rules, if I fuck it up, then like everything's ruined. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's exactly what it teaches you to move out of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or we could all find Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like we that need works. To follow Rob. Does today. Jesus like show up when you have sugar cravings? Yeah. And he like, Slaps out of my you're, hand. Oh, you're the one that sees his shape in like your coffee foam. Oh, yeah. You don't drink coffee, but if you did. In my matcha. In your matcha foam. Ice. <laughs> on your toast. People have seen Jesus on toast. I used to, oh, yeah. in Chicago, uh, there was this bridge by my apartment that they saw the Virgin Mary like water stain. You did? No, I mean, people would come and leave like flowers there for hmm. years. You never saw it? I, you could see it, yeah. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> what the heck? I don't know what he's getting out today. <laughs> is this the first time he's asked about the baby this Jesus? This is the first time ever <laughs> that Rob has consistently brought up Jesus. This isn't like his thing. Oh, I don't okay. know if so you're, you brought me. the Holy Spirit. I mean, I do you? actually always say to my manager when, because I feel like things will just, if something bad happens, it's like something really good is going to come out. I'm like, because I was like the baby Jesus. Because <laughs> I was good. Um, I was raised like Catholic. I went to an all-girls private Catholic school. I did my first communion. I did all those like... Did you do your confirmation? Confirmation. Me too. At, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, and I believe <laughs> that if I don't like when I would go to an audition or something, that if I haven't worked hard enough, I will be punished by... Yeah. 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 I have that that what? Christian guilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, did you guilt. do? Were uh, did you do the? Did you eat the host? Oh yeah. Did you? I ate my host. Yeah. So you guys were <laughs> baptized. We're baptized. Yeah, and it was. It's oh. a. My big... grandmother baptized me. That's not. I know it's not okay. like official, but she did. <laughs> That's called. It's a big a deal that like. <laughs> it's a big deal in my family that my kids aren't baptized. Oh really? Like, my mom? parents have been like, "Can we take them like, and they're over their over?" And I'm like, if. If you want, you can. That's fine. I don't care. Like, they but, would do it. But I'm like, do you think if Calvin died, he would go to hell because he's not baptized? What do they say to that? They said no. Okay. So, What do you guys think about that, though, from growing up? Because I'm considering taking my kid out of a Catholic school because I'm not Catholic. And he's supposed to go into second grade. That's when you do your sacraments and do the Holy Communion and all that, right? Whoa, they make them do that at that They don't school? make them. You can be different religions there. Oh, okay. But it is, I'm just kind of feeling like, I don't think we need to take him through that process because we're not Catholic. Uh-huh. Why is he in that school? Is it just a good school? It's just a good school. Good community, yeah. good people. 
because all mine was grade. definitely. I'm so cool. I didn't want to go to that school when my mom forced me to go, and I at the time I was like all lesbians because because it was all <laughs> girls. And, um, I mean, it was, but um, in a great way. But um, it just it was a great education. Like, had I gone to the other school, I would not have had that attention, and my life would be completely different. Right. Um, but if did, are all the other kids eating the body of Jesus? Yeah, if you get stuck in it, it's scary. oh. If you yeah. can get out of it, there's value. If you can have perspective on yeah. it, that it's like a tool, I guess. Yeah. For um, were were you raised religiously at no. all? No. Her no. mom's a witch. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Her religion is witch. Oh, no. wait! I heard the Whitney. Bo- Your mom is a sex therapist. She well, she's not like technically a sex therapist, but she's. What would you say? A sex counselor? She's very... Um, she doesn't have like a, a degree as a sex therapist, but she counsels and very openly and well elaborately versed. and is well-versed and well-knowledged in the area of sex. So how did... If she didn't get like a degree, how did she start in it? She just... Well, she got very... She was very spiritual. How'd she get into sex work? <laughs> yeah. She's she very spiritual. She was raised strict Catholic though her oh. whole life. Um, that's then, how you get into yeah. it. Yeah, that's <laughs> how you get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, you know, just found kind of spirituality and went to like mystery school and like all these other things and and just opened herself that way. <laughs> tantra. No pun intended. Super into Tantra, you know. So I grew up in a very open household talking about sex. Not yeah. open like she was, you know, yeah. whatever. But uh, no, but just like very open lines of communication around oh. the area of sex. You know, very sex positive, oh, all wow. of that. Yeah, like uncomfortably so for like a young teenager at 14. My mom's like trying to be like, you know, and the man who mm. pleasure the woman and like, you know, just oh, like, my God. like things that... I, <laughs> I couldn't say the word. I can't still to this day say the word like bra in front of my mother. Right. I, <laughs> I don't anything. Totally. I never talked about no. anything. Yeah, like, and when my mom, oh, the door just opened. Did you see that? Yeah. Peter's here. Peter. Peter. <laughs> Peter has joined us. Now you gotta Peter. say hi to him and let him know you acknowledge him and then he'll leave you alone. We love you, Peter. <laughs> love you, Peter. But what's so funny is like, so since it was so open to me, I didn't think it was a big deal. Like, because sex, especially in, you know, the United States, like everything, and it's not talked about in a way where it can be comfortable and open. And I, my mom would always talk to me about things. And I went on the Wendy Williams show. Do you remember the yeah. Wendy Williams show? And mm-hmm. to me, it was just like, you know, what you talk about. And I don't know why. I can't remember how it came up. But I'm like, yeah, it's like, you know, if the guy is like performing cunnilingus and <laughs> say that on the Wendy Williams show. Oh my God, show, I, I cannot wait to Google Wendy, Wendy Williams' <laughs> face. I was like, why does she look like, what What happened? Like, what just happened here? Like, what, what is happening? But it's they cut it out. Oh. I was so excited to Google They either this. like bleep the word or they edited it. I can't remember what they did. But I remember thinking like, they cut that out? Like, huh? Because to me, that oh. wasn't like a quote unquote bad word. What were you comparing? What was the that's comparing? what I yeah, I'm like, why did I even bring <laughs> yeah. that up on the Wendy Williams show? She's is, like, how you been? Lots of Kundalini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. But yeah, but that's just like wow. what you talk about, you know? It's so interesting though, because yeah. I, I see it in me now when other people talk about anything 
I'm even getting weird now. My everything's shrinking right. to like anything womanly. I get weird about. Right. I yeah. So I mean, I still get uncomfortable, but I say things and like I said something recently on the podcast that went kind of like wildfire. And <laughs> Wait, what did literally, you? it was Whitney's episode. It was Whitney's episode, and Whitney said she couldn't have an orgasm from sex until she got off birth control at forty. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, I couldn't have an orgasm from sex, like literal penetration. Yeah. So you're 38. I heard the podcast. You heard the podcast. Yeah. I was estimating. It was like my later 30s. It took a while for me to know my body. And I really, I <laughs> it was my later 30s. But it was more, it was just about me. And my body had nothing to do with uh -oh. any partner I had had or have or whatever. It was about me knowing my body and learning it and being able yeah. to do it. And I think anatomy can play a role in certain aspects. But I believe I can, I can get there because I know my body so well now that I now have the ability to do it. Yeah, and you know? the comfort level of just sure. feeling. And it's not even, I totally get you that it's not about the other person. Right. It's your, your kind of comfortability with yourself being that vulnerable right. in a way. Right, yeah, it is vulnerable. Yeah. But, and it's knowing your body, like literally can be specific, as specific as like what position or angle or whatever but that's all it was about. But, but anyway, so it's it just, went. That's it explains my my upbringing was very open. But I still get uncomfortable. Like even now, after we finish recording, I'll probably be like, Rob, I don't know if we should keep that in. Yeah. Like, Why? No, I'm just saying, it is it is it is already out there. But it's like a vulnerable topic, and I do get funny. It's not that easy to talk about pleasuring yourself or orgasms or whatever it is. It's still kind of this taboo topic that I believe should be talked about openly, but I still also feel a little uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, but also things now that are that can be talked about openly, there's so many things that that chop it up and turn it into little bite-sized things that were never in the context of what you meant it to be. Right. So that kind of stuff I find really scary. Like clickbait. Yes. Like there's probably yes. a lot of articles about how you never came until you were 38. Right, which is not... With, True. <laughs> and when they're quoting it, the headline is Rachel Bilson didn't come until she was 38. And then they say that, like, uh, Whitney says she didn't come until she was 40. And then Rachel says she was 38. Yeah, but and the headline then, is still you. Yeah, but, but they're also I didn't, dragging cast yeah, and then they bring partners in through another, it. Yeah. They're yeah, like, let's go through the people. Me off the most. Yeah. It's like, don't drag people. It had nothing to do with any of that. This was just about me, yeah. you know? And it was like... So frustrating. I was really frustrated about it because it has nothing to do with any of any partners anywhere. Yeah. And it's also just, uh, it's now become that is the topic of the whole show, which it wasn't. No. Like, at yeah. all. It was so, a three like, hour show. Seconds. Yes. Oh, I know. It was three. I was texting Whitney last night at hour one. I'm like, I'm listening to your podcast. It's really great. Hour two. I'm like, still listening. Can't believe I'm still engaged. Um, but I, uh, I love her. Love so her. Love her. Much. And she was, and I loved how open she was about everything and just mm -hmm. talking about it. And I do like some of the, some of the feedback. People are coming out like, this is great, sex positive, not talked about. Like that stuff's good mm -hmm. because I think it is important. Um, but Whitney's the one that, like, you know, Whitney's the one that it. started it. Yeah, Whitney. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that we have, I mean, I looked up 85.1% of women can't mm. orgasm from just penetration, penile stimulation. Correct. P and V, yeah. like, as yeah. the kids right. say. <laughs> but it is positive to say, like hearing that, because I know even when I first started having sex, like, that's the sound so <laughs> <You're> <laughs> When I first started having the sex, like, it would 
fake everything and do it the way you thought you were supposed to do it right. and that you see in porn and it when I this sound this is a great narrative like when I first started having sex I was watching porn. This yeah. is no okay. <laughs> um but uh point is that there's this expectation mm-hmm. that you're supposed to so to put that out there that you know neither of you came from sex I'm sure there's a lot of people who just aren't are like ashamed about that that they haven't and right. pretending. Right. Well, that's why like we think it's important to talk about. <laughs> like what I'm doing right now. <laughs> it's also important to not put it on the other people and shame them as well. Like, right. oh, you don't, it's not someone else's responsibility your to give you. Is your responsibility. Thank you. I just Thank made you. that. No, and I'm we sure. should do a little um, yeah. PSA with the more you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. The thing that made me the most bad was anybody else being mentioned that had yeah. nothing to do with anybody else but me. Well, it's also a very shameful way of looking at things yeah. instead of just being like, okay, like, good. She found she found her orgasm. Like, yeah. But it, I. it's not like I hadn't. Orga- that's the other narrative. <laughs> right, right, like, right, you guys, right, right. I was not 38 for the first time. <laughs> right. You right. know? <laughs> Right, but you found it through penetration is what I mean. Which some people can't ever do. Correct. And don't have to. No. Like, that's not my favorite way. It's the C to, to V distance is what you found out. What? The C to V ratio. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Rob and his facts We researched statistic. it. What's the C to V? It's like clit to vulva. <laughs> we have not tested this. I don't know. This is just Te- information. We tested it. <laughs> But I mean, like, compared, like, oh, we can do that. Yeah, Let's what, measure. Four centimeters and three. Rob. Oh, my God. You can, <laughs> Olivia. See, I'm alone again. I can't what? Have an orgasm from actual penetration? Yeah. During penetration. Whatever. How do you say that? Yeah. From, but, from purely penetration. penetration. Correct. However. But it's up to you and your body and how you're moving it. In the I position. know how to do it because I found my orgasm. Right. It's not like... Someone presented me that. It has nothing to do with the dude and his penis. Right. And from what your mom explained to us, that it's actually not some G-spot a woman has inside of her, Mm -hmm. but it's the clitoris. Right. And that it's a myth that when... This is what she said. No, no. I really want to know what your mom said. (laughs) I told you this. We're going to learn here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That it's it's a myth. That's what she said, that the, the women don't have a yeah, G-spot that the... men do in their prostate, but women don't. And the only way a woman orgasms is through her clitoris. Right. So it's how you are positioned and that's while where the, having that's sexual where the intercourse. distance comes in because all vaginas are different and it's in different spots. Okay. Right. So Wait, it's a, there's no G-spot? That's what she said. Only I, in I do believe her. Only in men's She prostate. said men can orgasm but not ejaculate too. Yes. That's the tantric she, that's thing, the right? Tantric Where they thing. can have the G spot stimulated. Have like an internal... I don't think a fist. But... <laughs> I'm doing a thumb. <laughs> I'm doing a thumb. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome to Broadway. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Should we do these? Oh, yeah. Oh, game? I forgot. Yeah, kind we of. love games. Oh my God, I love games. Oh, good. You're not going to love this you're, one. You're my... <laughs> Which I find fascinating because it's like, I feel comfortable talking about the sex, mm-hmm. but I feel like what you've been through in your life, you're more comfortable having it. Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, oh, like yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, more yeah. open to different versions of it, right? Than talking about it, 100%. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't I that know. interesting? It is interesting. I still Is struggle. that interesting? Really? No, it is. 
<laughs> well, I feel like, yeah, because in that area, I'm more closed off and more traditional, right? Mm-hmm. But you're more open and... Well, I would think I would more, I'm more open in doing, doing all the things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in talking about it, I think it just, it it's A, the way I was raised, but also um, being a public-ish person, I'm, I used to, like the first podcast I did... I didn't think about what I was saying. I didn't, and and you learn hard lessons that way. And I don't like to have to be self-conscious about every word that comes out of my mouth, but things will be said out of context and then it can just be such a nightmare. So I don't like talking necessarily about any subject that could be skewed into something that I'm going to be so embarrassed about if my Dad reads. Right. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Right. So now welcome to this. Okay. So so, <laughs> so turn turn it off, Mr. Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't be like, this is not for dad. Mm. Um, not for dad. Would you but rather- you just say pass? <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. we're giving her a pass option? I'm just you kidding. only get one pass. No. <laughs> Are these like rapid by the or is kind this of, or that? Yeah, okay. Oh, kind of. Boy. Or it could not- start us on a conversation. We, you know, we're okay. just open to it. Would you rather be in a cult or be a cult leader? Oh, this is hard for me because I <laughs> love cults. I love, I, I have had periods in my life where a cult seemed like the greatest thing. Mm. Um, I'd rather have a Whitney be my cult leader and I'd rather be in that cult. <laughs> I think I'm joining you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Okay. okay. What's a green flag for you? A green flag. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Um, someone who is just, um, it's that honesty of like, how do I explain it? That when somebody's just so self-aware, honest, like they do something that, and then they call themselves on it. Mm-hmm. I That to me is, um, yeah, green flag. Integrity. Yeah, yeah. But even in a in a joking fashion, I just because I can't stand any kind of fake or and I, or feeling complicit in the lie that's going around. Mm-hmm. And so I love when someone will do something that seems like a phony thing or whatever, and then be like, "Oh, I was being just really fake there." Or yeah, being, just anything that that goes to the root of the honesty. That is like, I like that person. Yeah, I flag. love that. If you had to be stuck in Canada or the United States, what would you choose? Oof. That's probably the hardest <sighs> question. Pick a side. Um, <laughs> where are we politically uh, yeah, in exactly. that scenario? Right. Um, God, stuck in Canada or the United States? I mean, I guess I would say Canada. And it shouldn't be that hard, but I do, there's so much I love about LA and, um, but no, Canada, there's, I mean, Timbits and Yeah, you can't, you gotta, that's right. I think I'd rather be stuck in Canada than I'm rooming with you. Yeah, yeah. I think most people, yeah. It's just, I just thought weather for a second that crossed my mind, the weather, but like there's some beautiful, there's summer. There's a short yeah. summer. Yeah. It's really <laughs> sweaty and not great, but yeah. <laughs> but there's, I love summer there. Yeah. Oh, do you well, ever go to Canada. cottage country? Like summer oh, and going to a, so, swimming in the lake? It's, mm. it's, it's pretty special. Yeah. But there's also other parts of Canada, like 
you know, BC. And stuff. Yeah, I feel yeah. like BC doesn't count. Canada. Every time people from LA are like, "Oh, I've been to Canada," and they went to Vancouver, that's not Canada. You're that's, like, that's, that's that's where I've been. It's beautiful. It's nice beautiful weather. and <laughs> yeah. foresty, and well, not that that isn't okay. Mm-hmm. Strangest reason you've lost uh, attraction to someone? Oh, strangest re- strangest reason? I don't know, or any reason. I mean, <laughs> oh god, most normal reason. Just reason I've lost attraction to someone. Um, I mean, it would probably be when they became attracted to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. like, that's a long time ago, but that was definitely something that like I was chasing the thing that did the rejecting partner and then I'd get that. And then when they liked me, I was like, oh, well, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> right. That's right. So yeah, Classic. that's probably that. Yeah. And classy. But yeah. (laughs) Yep, I feel that one. What would be your death row last meal? Oh, um, oh gosh. I mean, the first thing in my head was Nutella, um, (laughs) obviously, but uh, Montreal uh, St. Vieter bagel and cream (gasps) cheese. Montreal style bagel? Well, specifically, well, St. Vieter bagel is the originator of the Montreal style bagel. Like, they are. Montreal bagels. Explain, yeah, please. it's totally different. It's Have totally had, different. It's cur- Have you had courage bagels? No, it's not yeah. though. It's similar. It's not. It's no courage claims California, that it's Montreal. like it's not the same, but yeah. they they claim it's the same. They're amazing bagels, amazing. Yeah, but Montreal style, but it's a different thing. It's a it whole different because bagels everywhere else is like bread in a circle. Um, sometimes they get it a little right, but Montreal they boil them and then they put them in the fire oven and it's just a whole and it's a different consistency yeah they're the best yeah have you Mm. tried courage bagels no they're delicious they're incredible really yeah you but don't but don't expect like a montreal style i'm just saying it's a little different yeah yeah, yeah. but they boil it they do they do because that's the thing i think people like people are like new york bagels that's not a bagel not the montreal it's i'm i'm a fan i'm i like i said honorary canadian (laughs) If you had to live in a movie, what movie would it be? Ooh. The Never Ending Story. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Falcor. Falcor. A Artex. Yeah. And they're sinking. Oh, then the rock. Yeah. <laughs> Trey. Trey. Oh, my oh. God. How do you feel about not wearing underwear? <laughs> <laughs> She's checking. Okay. Uh, I feel fine about it until... Like I went to get acupuncture a couple of weeks ago and she was like, okay, just take a, keep your underwear on. And I didn't have underwear <laughs> on. So I guess I feel like, yeah, I don't, I sometimes forget if I'm in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Comfy clothes. You don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. I, are you guys uncomfortable? I have them on now, but are we yeah. uncomfortable with the fact that you're not wearing underwear? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like, like yeah. no underwear with jeans. Oh no, yeah, jeans no. are a it's no just, fly zone. You need it's jogging pants to me. It's like I'm yeah. currently wearing jogging pants. And oh yeah, that's where in all sweats. Like, I do not want underwear. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, jeans, I take hundred percent. I don't want yeah. that. I love jeans. With I can't underwear. sleep yeah. in underwear. <laughs> like if I'm in pajamas, like I can't yeah. have underwear under under the thing. Yeah, right. I switched to full butt. We've discussed this. I can't do it. I cannot. Okay. Just to sleep. Okay. (laughs) Any conspiracies that you believe in? Uh, Conspiracy. Uh, Oh, there was something weird recently where you couldn't get eggs in LA. And I was like, 
what is this? And a friend of mine who um, has chickens, her chickens weren't producing eggs. And we were trying to find out why. And she said it was some people were saying it was like something with the government. (laughs) (laughs) But then it was uh, like also about what they were being fed or something. Anyways, I don't fully believe in that conspiracy, but I do want to know what the fuck was up with that? Why couldn't, why weren't chickens producing eggs? Right. People were like stopping at people's farms and trying to like... Steal their eggs? Yeah, get their eggs. It was... (laughs) Do you refrigerate your (laughs) eggs in Canada? I... I do, and we do in Canada, but I worked in the UK, and they don't. So We don't always when we're up there. We're supposed to here. What's the difference? You don't have to refrigerate your eggs. Yeah. But on the carton, it says to. Which is so weird, though. The UK, they don't it's, at all. We just did a whole, before this recording, we did a whole hour and a half on eggs. Oh, really? <laughs> cannot bird. wait to hear that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> flightless bird. but It's because they wash them here. And it like removes a membrane or, but yeah, it's not eggs. real. Like, fresh eggs are definitely easier to keep unrefrigerated. Yeah, but it also doesn't matter. Like David tried calling the FDA and like the <laughs> egg associations and. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We came to the conclusion that it's just that Americans love to sue and uh, it might as well. It's just like just, a preventative. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. I believe that. Okay. What would your funeral song be? Oh, that's a good one. Um, that's a good one. Um, it's weird. <laughs> I, I she came up with that one. I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I wish I did. My funeral song. Um, uh, well, I, this isn't answering it, but my when I got married, I walked out to Grounds for Divorce, which is a well, Wolf Parade <laughs> song. Ooh, and good... uh, we were together for eight years, though. Wow. Um, and, uh, and I walked, to, uh, up the aisle to an arcade fire song I'll Believe in Anything and so I feel like my funeral song will be uh, you're like both Wolf of Parade's a good you know vibe. Wolf Parade? yeah oh my god I love, I love Wolf I felt Parade. like nobody would know Wolf Parade no no Parade. I love I Wolf know, this guy I know said, they are but that guy is all <laughs> oh my god indie music <laughs> I love that you know well I thought that was just very like no, yeah, I love yeah. Wolf Parade. Oh, I actually know who they are. <laughs> See? She's the cutest. Yeah. Um, um, okay, funeral song. Um, uh, oh, Fun- I mean, funeral I really like Justin Ar- Bieber. I, I do. <laughs> I love Justin Bieber so much. Like, You've lost love Bobby yourself. Rob. <laughs> love yourself. Could you die? Oh. Love yourself. Which one is that? How did it go? It's the one he wrote about Selena. Yeah, the one. He wrote it about Selena? The, is, is, that, is that, that a fact? I feel like it wasn't. Then you should go and love yourself. <laughs> I sound horrible doing that. You know, it's very hard to do that with the yeah. But you know, and if you think that I'm still holding on to something, you should go and love yourself. Oh yeah, okay, I got it now. Thanks, guys. I was about to to look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And ideally, he would be there singing it. Ooh. So Bieber is your funeral song. Love yourself. Yeah. Is I mean, that Ar- what we- Arcade Fire has a song called Funeral. Yep. Oh, I like yeah, that too. That is, a, I do a like song. that song too. Do you, what's your funeral song? I'd probably pick uh, an Andrew Bird song. Which one? Uh, Three White Horses. Okay. This is it. Yeah. It's a song about death too. That's appropriate. Oh, this is a good funeral song. You're like walking in. Yeah. 
Are you in a coffin or are you in an urn? Um, I'm in a seat. <laughs> That'd be so great. Like a oh, Puerto Rican Just similar. like Weekend at Bernie's. I, you know what? They should do the music Five, video for oh, this song should be your funeral. Like this. Yeah, like a little marinette. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that song. Oh my God. That was a good one. Mm. What? Uh, oh. How do you feel? Olivia, what would you pick? Oh. God, I was really hoping you wouldn't ask because I don't have it. I know. I don't really have my oh. real one either. I don't know. Who did you say recently was your favorite Elton John? Yeah. Would it be? Would you take Princess Diana's song? <laughs> no. That's so funny, though. No. Please do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Uh-uh. I don't know. I, don't, I mean. Tiny Dancer? <laughs> no. I, it would be like, um, run into the altar like a track star. That's yes, Justin that's Bieber. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that it all goes back to Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber so talented. He is so gifted. I love him so much. He is so good. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I can't. I have a Tim Tim Beebs fanny pack that the Beebs. Oh, I know what's good. This is going to be fanny pack. Yeah, some uh, um this movie I did. Uh, the director got it for me as a wrap gift. It was impossible to get. She got I it off say, like eBay and um, incredible. Yeah, this is super random. But I think it would be Stop This Train by John Mayer. Oh. You do love that song. Have you heard that song? No, but keeps you talking want a John Mayer song? You've got to listen to Just this song. I don't okay. want him to sing it. I hope, I hope <laughs> my husband's still John along. Mayer cover as your <laughs> That song guts me. Okay, okay. Just listen stop to that one train. song. But do you want, are you afraid of dying? Do you want to stop that train dying? So the message is to not stop oh, the train. Okay, that's good. That's Do you get good. what I mean? Wait, it's like this train isn't going to stop, so just appreciate every moment you're in. Mm-hmm. And I think of that for my kids. Yeah. And it's like you can't stop this train. Like that's a part of life. You're on yeah. it. Keep going. Okay. I thought you were going to pick Graduation by Vitamin C. <laughs> no. Or Here Comes the Sun. Is that overdone? <laughs> is that <laughs> overdone at funeral? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I like, don't think there's really a funeral song. <laughs> well, why? There's shit. You know what? Somebody needs to write a funeral song that yeah. everybody plays at their funeral. Uh, yeah, just like, like go-to generic funeral song. Um, how do you feel about people naming their genitals? And has a partner ever named yours? <laughs> oh, I'm not. I don't. Yes, I think a partner once named <laughs> mine and I was way too young to like actually have an opinion about it. And now that I think of it, no, I don't want it named. No. Do you care to share the name? It was like, it was, I believe it was Betty. <laughs> <laughs> because of this Betty Bloom French movie. Um, has anyone ever named yours? Mine has not been named. It's been claimed. Oh, oh, Ooh, that's good. Oh, yeah. What yeah. does that mean? Yeah, what? It's She's like, like that's my mine. Owned. <laughs> yeah, that pussy's mine. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I get that. You know? Yeah. How would you feel if someone named it? Well, it depends on the I mean, name. what the name is. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. But but is there any acceptable name? Because if if Betty's not one, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, like that. Betty like, feels like yeah, you that's like my that, Betty. Like you did well. Like they. It that just was, yeah. but it makes it like 
cutesy and I don't you don't want, want like it a to cute be vagina. Cute. You're like no. not. I don't want the sex to be cutesy. Right. You want it like I don't Zena, want, like, you're like princess. Yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm laughing laugh all that stuff. But like like you're like baby talk spice. and stuff. Not yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I get you, Rob. Rob. No, no. (laughs) Lou? No, no. Nothing. No one's ever named my Pikachu. My Pikachu. Pikachu. I've named, I mean, I've stolen that word from Chelsea Handler. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. I love Chelsea Handler. Oh my God. I just saw her in South by Southwest. (gasps) Like Um, she did a set? Well, she was at this um, comedy thingy and she did a thing. And I'm being very articulate because the point is that she was sitting next to me and said hi to me. <laughs> She's so <laughs> and nice. She was so nice and she was so funny and um, oh. like, yeah, just, love her. Yeah, she loves her. Love her. She's she's a. We just had her on, mm-hmm. and she's a lot warmer than I thought she would be. It's just like Whitney. Yes. Yes. They're both warm. Like, and I don't Loving. know Chelsea at all, but the vibe she gave was not at all. It's kind of the same way that I was afraid of Whitney. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Have you ever been in a fist fight? No. Me either. No. You have. I have. Really? Oh, yes. She's really? a throwdown. <laughs> I have a I have what they call a checkered past. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not just no. You do. Uh, it's all. It's all. Oh my of us. god! Yeah. Brother, like a fist fight. Her, br- her brother I've just never... got out of prison. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. On god. Friday. You're safe right now. I'm good now. Yeah, she's <laughs> not going to throw down. Not while we'll, we'll, not why we're here. She might follow you. No. no. I just started boxing with Ooh. this this coach Dave, um, <laughs> and I love it though the crunchy that. But I couldn't punch somebody's face like the yeah. nose and yeah. And if I got punched, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, but when you know, when someone is drinking and they, <laughs> and they want to kiss you, the guy you're kissing, oh just, well, you then know what that's I mean? different. Like it happens. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Carry on. Um, ooh, I love this question, and you might not want your dad to hear this, but how many partners would you be open to at a time? You mean like literally physically like having sex with her? You mean like dating wise? Like oh, I guess good question. That's a great um, question. I guess like yeah, because I thought you were asking about a gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're it's... like. What's what are you up to Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or do, so. It's either way, however you take it. Um, honestly, now it, it's so. I there there was a a checkered past that that would have um done all the things um but i'm just so work obsessed now and that i think i would be in said gangbang being like oh i just would rather be working um so i feel like now i'd be like one is too many if it's not like it's too much work um so yeah it's just also does everybody know like about it? Is it? Do you have to? It's it's stressful, right? Uh, to uh, juggle, right? All that. So it wouldn't like interest you, like if it was like, yeah, we're cool. We'll you know multiple, multiple. No, not now. Uh, I mean, yeah. I feel like been there, done that. But, yeah, yeah, right. I feel that. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I get it. How important is um, 
foreplay? I mean, who who wrote that? Who Rob? Wrote that? No, that, was, that was me. Oh. These were all me. I was alone today. <laughs> yeah. You did great. You did great. You did a good job. You did a really good job. I, mean, I thought it was Rob. I think it's <laughs> super important, unless the whole foreplay of it is that there's no foreplay. Like, if mm. the game is we're just doing it, like, in a bathroom. Right. Um, but otherwise, I think foreplay is... Yeah, I just don't like the word foreplay. I don't either. Who There's does? words I don't like. I don't like foreplay. I hate horny. I hate smoothie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the word smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. That was good. <laughs> you oh can god. see her cringe. I know. Too. Oh my god. Oh my god, Emily, you're yeah. so fucking awesome. Oh, I'm, you guys are awesome. Thank, thank you. Let me sit on your couch. Well, it's it's Wobby Wob's couch. Oh yeah. It's a bed on it. If you need to have a sleep. <laughs> You need to be the actor. You need to sneak in here yeah. and take a nap. I'm over You're all coming. the time. <laughs> Rob, uh, Rob's going to get friend. you some Courage Bagels to try. Yeah, you're going to have you Courage have Bagels. You have to. Okay. They are really good. Well, then I'm going to get, so St. Vieter Montreal Bagels <gasps> ships to me oh. in LA Ooh. because I need them that bad. So and it's always too much. And so I'll. I did that before for Hayden back in the day for a present. Uh, I ordered present. from them and you have to get like. Yeah. Yeah. There's like 48, ba- whatever. Yeah. 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 There's like boxes of these bagels. During the pandemic, there was a great British bake off where they did Montreal bagels. Really? And I ordered a bunch from. Oh, uh, and you think Courage bagels are better? Uh, it's different. I mean, they it, it were shipped. So you need we're going to gonna try, have a bagel like, party. Actual... We should have yeah. a bagel off. We should I have a Canadian. Oh, I'm sure now, they're different though. I, I am so, but like, see, I'm on your team kind of because, like, I feel like there's I, no teams here. Right there's now. no teams. I've never you tried set a bagel it. off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bagel off. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure everyone gets a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I. But also you? Canadian chocolate, like coffee crisps. And, oh, coffee uh, crisps are so good. Yeah, you would like a coffee crisp. I think I would like every single thing you've mentioned. Yeah, you know <laughs> you what? Would. We there's started not, this with... beaver tails. How do you feel about a beaver Ooh. tail? Poutine. Yeah, I mean, uh, do I like Poutine? dough deep fried with deep sugar fried on dough it? and sugar? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I need to see Carrie Gain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to pee though. Yes. yes. Right yeah. here. That's, We're gonna. That's yeah. it. Hey, that's that's it. how we end. We're all. Yep. How'd you guys like Emily Hampshire? I love. Well, first of all, it's Rob's favorite guest ever because <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Was so starstruck by Wobby Wob. It was so cute. She How'd that was make you genuinely feel? happy. Yeah, Rob. How did that make you feel? I mean, it felt good, but it all like. <laughs> well, I think what I told you guys is that it also makes me feel uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable. Like I wasn't uncomfortable at her saying it. I just don't know how to react to it. Right. Well, it's yeah. really flattering. Yes, that's what I mean. It was ultimately, I feel good about it because it is flattering. Yes. But in the situation, I don't know what I'm supposed to say or do in it. Like, that's what makes me uncomfortable. You're supposed to dance. Yeah. <laughs> I wish Rob Put had, on like, one specific dance that he just did. Yeah. When people are like, Wobby Wob, she did geek out. And then even after we were done, she was still excited about it. She was precious. Honestly, I thought she was going to be more intimidating than she was. I did think she was going to be a little, I don't know. I just feel like 
She's very worldly. Like she would be a little intimidating, but she was very cozy and comfy and sweet and genuine and fun and rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really loved her. I related to her a lot to her like workaholic tendencies mm. that she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really, I just, I'd like to be her friend. Rob already is her friend. Did you go to coffee with her yet, Rob? <laughs> no. Uh, better get that on soon. the books, sir. <laughs> soon, 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 soon. How's everyone's week been going? Not good. I have an infected wisdom tooth and I need to get all four of them removed. And it's brutal. I'm surprised you have still had them. Are yours all gone, Rachel? I have all of mine. Still? Yep. But let me tell you a little story. My dentist wanted me, said, you should go get these removed. There wasn't anything wrong with them, just that they would be hard to clean. And I said, I choose not to go through that surgery. Please fill them. So they're all filled because they all had a little cavity. Yeah. That's my story. (laughs) That's what they told me a long time ago because they didn't like crowd my mouth or anything, but they kept saying you should get these out because they're hard to clean. And I was like, no. And then now I have a swollen face and an infected tooth and have to get them out. Oh, you know what you're supposed to do? Drink a lot of pineapple juice right now. What? What? Are you joking? Pineapple juice is good Why? for it. I think it helps with like the bleeding or something too. I did it before I got mine and it was and it ended up helping. You did it for the what? chlamydia? Yeah, for the chlamydia. For when I got my wisdom teeth out. You drank a lot of pineapple juice? Let me see what the actual... You better look this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pineapple juice, wisdom teeth. This is like the first It's search. like a thing? Oh. Um, is it bullshit? Drinking pineapple juice before wisdom teeth will alleviate swelling and pain. Oh. You better, right now, better order some pineapple juice. Uh, I was wondering if this is true. Two girls were drinking 800 milliliters of pineapple juice the evening before the wisdom teeth removal. And both said the swelling was gone two days after surgery. That's what I want. I know there's some kind of enzyme in pineapple, but That's I doubt it's enough. Is there <laughs> truth to it? Sounds marginally effective at best. Your oral surgeon should be able to prescribe far more effective anti-inflammatories. Um, but I can say I I drank a lot of pineapple juice before, and I would just do it just for the mental piece of it. So you got yours out. Were you put to sleep? Yeah, I went under for it. Well, I'm so scared. I. <laughs> So when I woke up, I don't remember it happening, but I apparently asked for the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so like when I got home, I had them in like my pocket. <laughs> of course, Rob was like, yeah, not why does that kill me? Teeth. <laughs> He's like, um, excuse me, can I have those? You didn't yeah. want to part like with the your first teeth. thing I said when they woke me up was, can I have the Oh my God, that's hilarious. hilarious. I'm scared because I was with Elliot when he got put under to get his teeth removed. And when he came out of it, he was so weird. Yeah, but he's a kid. Like kids kids are fucking crazy. But he was like, mommy, 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 mommy. Like talking like a two-year-old. And like, I'm like, what am I going to do to Jeff? Like, I'm scared. I thought you said David was taking you. My brother brother. was going to take me, but Jeff got work off to do it. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be that worried. She is worried. And what did your brother say to you? (laughs) I said to my brother, are you going to come with me? And he's like, are these baby blues the last thing you want to look at before you die? 
or no, before you go. And I was like, wait, I'm dying. And he's like, you could. Yeah. And I was like, great. And, and then Jeff's like, I'm taking off work. And I'm like, oh, great. It's that serious. You're taking off work. No, he just clearly doesn't want to send you with your brother who told you you could die. So he's being <laughs> no, a good well, Jeff husband. Jeff also is saying you could die. Well, Jeff told me, I said, my face is really swollen. Why isn't it going down from the antibiotics? And he's like, well, the antibiotics are just so you don't die. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Guys, I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for. You do. Uh, I think you're going to be fine. Okay. Yeah. She's going to be totally you're gonna fine. Be you're going to be fine. I think you'll actually be quite happy about being put under. You get to like get high, not be aware. Yeah. A little freebie. Yeah. It's like, man, when they gave me that epidural when I was in labor, that, that felt good. Heaven. Oh, not the actual shot because I've heard that hurts really bad, but I was having a contraction as they were like putting Ugh. it in my spine. So I didn't feel that because of the contraction. <laughs> but. The aftermath of the epidural is God's gift to the universe. It made me believe in God. 1,000%. I'm not religious, but I was like, a fucking men. Yeah. Epidural. I was like, oh, there is a God. Yeah. It's everything. I was like, it's in the epidural. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep, I could, have, I could push a baby out every single day. You know what sucks is that, you know, and I think this is a common thing with sober people. Like if you have to take pain medicine, like if you're going through a surgery or you're in excruciating pain, you're kind of like, oh, good. It's a freebie. Like nothing I can do about it. I have to take it, you know, and I've been on Norco for the pain, but the pain's so bad that the Norco is not even getting me high. <laughs> yeah. What's so I feel like, like I got it. gypped. Are you, you know? are you having to do anything with like, do you have Jeff administer your pills or? He's aware and knows and all of that. But I personally don't actually like pain pills. So that wasn't I'm her not, vice. Not your thing. That was not my vice. I, they have always made me like itchy and uncomfortable. Oh and my God. My nose would itch so bad yeah. if I ever took Vicodin. Yeah. Doesn't that mean you're allergic? So Rob and I agree with each other on the fact that when we do these talks and yeah. she decides she wants to do something else while doing these talks, yes, we prefer her not to. We like to look at her face. Oh, her if not that's to be the distracted. only thing. I understand that. <laughs> um, no, I, you guys, I have told you this. I don't know if I've said it on record. I went to a child psychologist of sorts when I was younger. And she said, I'm a kinetic learner. And she said, if I could have a koosh ball, now that's dating me because koosh balls were a thing when we were kids. If I had it under my desk and I just threw it back and forth, you know, I would be way, like it would be way easier for me to pay attention in the classroom. We had a, an expert on armchair expert recently that said that multitasking is bullshit. It's bunk. Yeah. They've debunked yeah. it. Well, and that you just do everything a little worse. Person's opinion. No, but I know because you guys, if I'm literally, if I'm doing something mindless, like think, I don't know, an example, like if I'm filing my nails while we're talking, I can focus on the conversation way better than doing nothing and just looking at you and talking. I don't think that's true. It's, uh -huh. you guys, I am in my brain. Like I know I'm like, oh, I'm actually really listening. If I'm slightly distracted by my nails? No, if I'm just like focusing on something mindless that doesn't, like you don't have to really think, you know, while you're doing it. 
I'm telling you, you guys, I am in my brain. So, I've tested it so many having, times. So having to be being forced to think about other things makes you think better on the present? No, I just, I can focus and listen if I'm doing something mindless. And the reason we bring this up is because she's currently doing her toes. <laughs> no, I'm not. Painting I'm done. Them. And I her face is just them. off screen. <laughs> off, you, she's just like her head's down pointing at us. Yeah, but no one can see. We can see right here. You're right. We can't. (laughs) Yes. But you guys see me all the fucking time. (laughs) You have to look at my face too much. Um, All right. Rob, it was your mom's birthday. What did you send her? I didn't send her anything. I forgot about it. (gasps) What? I forgot it was her birthday. Well, no, she's traveling right now. They're on vacation for spring break. That's very out of character. There's too many people in my family. I try to add them to my calendar to like send my nieces and nephews gifts when it's their birthday, but there's so many of them. How many? But this is your mom Six. that you love. Yeah, it's your mom. Yeah, uh, my siblings and I have been talking about. So I, I'm not like totally unaware. We were talking about getting a like group gift for her. She wants a new flute, like a fancy one. I'm sorry. <laughs> she wants a new I'm flute. Sorry, a new, a new flute. She's a flautist. Yeah. How did we not know? Did we know this? Probably. She was a, she was a music major. Um, She's a flautist. And I love she that. Plays, she plays flute for the like church like two or three times a weekend. <gasps> and then also in like uh, an orchestra during the summer. Wow. Wow. So did you get her the flute? No. And do you know how much a new flute costs? No. Like, no, it's like $8,000 for a flute. What? what? For a ni- apparently the nice one that she wants. I did not af- know a flute could cost 8000 Either did I. And I looked it up and it said like high-end ones like 3000 So That's nutty. Like, well, now, you know what? This makes so much sense, Rob, that you came from this woman who wants the $8,000 flute. Although she's not, uh, she's not like that. <laughs> No, I know she's not you. She's not yeah. bougie like you. She just appreciates a fine flute. I respect it. <laughs> That's about it. That's the only thing I've ever seen her be like snobby about. Though. And she should be. That's her her passion. Yeah, I support it. Yeah. You should get. I'm. I'm. Can we talk about her for a minute? Listening to the podcast. If we must. is she still listening? Yeah. Is she listening? Is Jana okay? Yeah. <laughs> Does she listen to every episode? Oh, she's gone through all of them. No way. Okay. We need to talk about this because I won't let my mom. I told her. I mean, there's been some since I knew she started listening that I was like, you can maybe skip the post for this one. Wow. I mean. I mean, my mom can definitely listen, but we all know my mom. Is. We know your mom can listen, but I don't want my mom to listen. My brother was listening the other day for the first time. Which one? Which brother? Which brother? Yeah, which brother? No. <laughs> which no. episode? He was listening in the Chelsea Handler episode. Yeah. And he, I see him sitting there listening. And then he goes, he looks at me, he goes, You just said your four year old has a long penis. <laughs> 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 Shit. I was like, He does. I mean, these are facts. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dying. Oh my God. That's really funny. I was funny. like, I told you not to listen. It's not for everyone. Wait, can you explain to me? Someone wrote me, DM me on Instagram, and they're like, I got Olivia when she said, I'm baby Nick. Wait, what is it? What was it that you said in the Nick Vi- Vial episode? 
Oh, because I started giving advice and it was good. And I said, I'm baby Nick because oh. Nick gives good advice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just was out of context. I forgot what it was said. Okay, thanks for clearing that up. You do give good advice. She keeps my head on straight. And that's when I said, I'm baby Nick. Did you see that thing where the mom said that her kids were scared of ghosts when they were little? So she would tell them, you can get rid of ghosts if you vacuum them up. So she had the kids always vacuuming the house and trick them into vacuuming the house because she told them that's how you get rid of ghosts. I feel like that's going to traumatize kids. Do you guys get scared by that stuff? I know we've talked about it a bit. And I know Olivia loves a ghost, but... Do we get scared by ghosts? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I get terrified. Oh, have you seen any? Well, um, if I see movies that have ghosts, I'm convinced that I'm going to, I don't know. They scare, they scare me very much. So you believe they're real? Ghosts are for sure real, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm of the mind that they won't actually hurt you. But I feel like people try to debunk my theory. Are you guys believers? Like, let's say you go somewhere. Like, there's a party or whatever, and someone just gets into it with you and is like, there are spirits in this house. Like, there's a ghost. Like, I've seen children. I've seen the ghosts, and they are <laughs> What kind of parties are you guys going to? The best kind, clearly. <laughs> Bangers. And, okay, I just want your opinion on that in general because I feel like that happens and especially maybe more in LA, but like it happens. Like people will, I am a believer. So if anyone what, like. Can we break this down? Is someone just coming up to you at a party and talking about ghosts? Rob, that's not the point. The point is someone feels the need to like express this to you. Yeah, it and sounds like they just want know. attention. They're running up to everyone at the party trying to get attention. <laughs> See, I'm the one at the party that's like, oh my God, where are they? You would believe them. 1,000%. Really? Yeah, but I, you know, I get very scared and spooked by that stuff. So I think there's a part of me that likes it. But I feel like, okay, if that was the case, right? You're at a party and someone's like, there's a lot of spirits here. There's a ghost. I saw, you know, children you know what? or whatever. No, it wouldn't be as scary if it was at a party. There's like a lot of people like that. Yeah. But like, let's say you went over to someone's house, like- and you hadn't been to this house before and they're like giving you a tour of their new house and like they're like listen and it's just you guys there and they're like listen there are spirits here i have seen a child ghost that would freak me the fuck out <laughs> so so here would be my question then i'd have a hard time believing it only because if i was in a house and and you know i love ghosts but if i was in a house and i saw like a little girl ghost or something those are the scariest kind go on i would move i would leave <laughs> i wouldn't stay in the house and be like hey guys come right. over friday like <laughs> come over the shining madison's coming out <laughs> you know what i mean like i think i would try and get out of there so that's the only thing not to say i i have walked in places where you can feel weird feelings and mm -hmm. you're like ooh, something doesn't feel right mm -hmm. here or it feels spooky or haunted or weird energy but i think that's different than like oh yeah i see ghosts and you know carry on right my my friend david um lives in an old apartment and he claims that 
he gets woken up at 3 a.m. every single night by a ghost. In is it 3.33? He says 3 a.m. That's a good ghost if it is. Hold on. That's supposedly the time. I just had this conversation at dinner last night. That it's like witching hour and there's something at 3.33 in the morning. Like, it's like the magic number with like ghosts or paranormal shit. Anyway, okay, so your friend wakes up. I'm presuming it's 3.33. Go on. <laughs> I mean, that's it. He claims that he gets woken up by this ghost at three. And he's he's had, like, a witch come over and, like, an exorcist and what? tried to get him to leave. And they told him that they wouldn't. When I lived on Addison, that yeah. house I lived in, <gasps> that house, there yeah. was definitely something in that house. But it was just a feeling. Like, I didn't see anything. But I would just, when I was sleeping, it's like I felt a presence of something watching me. I know. And it was really uncomfortable. And then someone came over and did my um, feng shui Mm -hmm. and like mapped it out, whatever. We saged the place. And she was like, oh, we have to move your bed. And I was like, why? And she's like, because you have your bed on the wall of dead spirits. Like the way you have your bed positioned is like to call in dead spirits. And I was like, what? And then I called your mom, yeah, Rachel. And my mom was like, it's bullshit. <laughs> no. She was like, you're going to have to put a bowl of salt. And she was having me do all kinds of stuff. My because mom? I couldn't sleep. My mom would never be like, get a bowl of salt and put, she would not. Call her right now. Nope. I'm calling her. She told me to put Epsom salt again. in the corner of the room. She told you to put what? Epsom salt. salt? Okay, okay, we have to, hold on. Have to. I hope she answers. Hi. Hi. Okay, you're being recorded, just so you know. (laughs) Question. We're talking about ghosts and stuff. Don't worry. Um, Olivia is saying back in the day she called you because she felt spirits in her room and someone came over and was like the feng shui, like your bed is on the wall of dead spirits or something. And you told... I said this? No, you didn't you say... Said this. Oh. Someone came over and told Olivia this. I you, see. You told Olivia to put bowls of Epsom salts around her room. I did? <laughs> well, I said, I, I don't think my mom would like... Would my? I'm like, I don't think my mom would ever say to do that, but she says you did. Weird. I don't remember that. I mean, I know when you're blessing a house, you put salt in the four corners. But you put them in the corners. Never heard of the Epsom salt thing. You mean you put actual like salt, like salt? Yeah, in the four corners of the room. If if you're doing a blessing to a house, you always bring salt and a bell and incense. you know, um, things like that. I've done that, but... I don't think you put salt in the corners when my house was new. Uh, well, you probably, probably didn't have did. spirits. I mean, it's just, it's a ritual, you know? Um, okay. Uh, so there's a possibility you told Olivia to put salt in the corners of her room. That's a possibility. Okay. I had to clear because I've never... <laughs> I know you bring sage it's, over it's, and you do the bells and the things, but... Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, um, what's folklore, you know, it's, um, uh, ritual work, um, uh, but, um, uh, that, that's part of the ritual, 
you always put four, you always put salt in the four for this corners of the house. Oh, not in each room. Okay. Thank you. No. Okay. I appreciate you cleared that up, even though I've never, I mean, I was. I, you never heard about the salt. I'm not, I mean, it's now that you're saying it, maybe it's a little familiar, but when Olivia uh-huh. said that you told her to put uh-huh. a bowl of salt in her room, I was like, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> My girl. <laughs> All right. I love you. Thank you. Right, love you. Goodbye. Bye. I told you, I mean, I couldn't have made that up. No, but I'm like, you know. <laughs> All right. Salt. But. That being said, I think there's people that see ghosts for sure. And I also think there's people that make up that they see ghosts that don't. And I think it's coming from like, I don't know, is it like a need to feel special or seen or? I think it depends on the person. And let me tell you something, depending on who's saying it, I could be like, this person is like annoying and they're just like doing it for attention. And other people are be like, oh, fuck. You can feel when it's real. 100%. I'm a really good reader of people, though. Like, no matter what they're talking about, who they are, I'm pretty good at <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He's I feel laughing. it in my bones, Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Okay. Why are you laughing, Rob? <laughs> he thinks I'm not. No. He's like thinking about my like dating history or something. I mean, like, well, you can't <laughs> use that as an no. Example. I just like you like bragging about how good you are reading people. I am though. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I'm proud of it. It's a one of my only skills. <laughs> She's a funny one. Yeah. You guys yeah. in Girl Scouts, and when we first joined, they're like, you know, asking all the moms like, what skill can you contribute to like you know you teach you talk, the girls or whatever? And I'm like, no, I'm like I can buy snacks. you guys and it made me really like you're filling out these forms and i'm like i have no skills this is so sad you could have said i can read people i can read people i can't that's why i'm okay saying it because i don't have many skills but that's one you have lots of skills what are you you have so many skills i mean i am hilarious you could you're a great multitasker Right. You're really great at painting your toenails while I'm really good at snacks. You are excellent at snacks. Yeah, that's a skill. That's a gift. It is. Well, what kind of skills were they looking for? Like crochet or (laughs) I mean, yeah, like you know. Teaching the kids. I'm not good at crafting. I can't sew. Like not good at fishing. You know what? I'm good with a fire. Okay. (laughs) In like (laughs) <laughs> like like the for, what pur- for what purpose <laughs> like, like putting we out were, a fire like lighting we a starter camping, log yeah i'm really that's what i said i'm really good with the duraflame no but if we were camping i would feel pretty comfortable being responsible for the fire wow yeah i have more like and this is i don't know if this is sexist but i have more like dude like skills <laughs> okay you know what i mean same <laughs> Same. Uh, but you know, like the fire. I get it. I would never man the fire. Right. I could man the fire. <laughs> I mean, I could grill the hot dogs and toast the s'mores. Yeah. And I could. And tell ghost stories. For sure. But no manning the fire. I could man the fire. 
right. Love you guys. Loved Emily. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you need a fire, I'm your girl. <laughs> yeah, text Rachel at... Yeah. <laughs> and freeze because you ain't getting no fire. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be cold.